It's the Who's Your Sophisticated Show Question all the things that you know Steve likes the weed Steve likes the weed Tell about DMT The DMT Who's Your Sophisticated Show The Who's Your Sophisticated Show Losers with the dreams Sophisticated blasphemy It's the Who's Your Sophisticated Show Question all the things that you know So let's set our minds free For the singularity It's the Hoosier Sophisticate Show The Hoosier Sophisticate Show from Hoosier Sophisticate. Let us all remember we are only as good as our last breath. We're going to do an exercise to help us relax and get us ready for our next task. Most of you have probably done some sort of guided imagery before. Some like it, others don't. Regardless of your past experience, I encourage you to be open to the chance that this might help us see some new possibilities. You don't have to do any part of the process you're uncomfortable with. For instance, I will be suggesting you close your eyes. If you are not comfortable with that, you should keep them open. Also, if you're driving a car down the highway incredibly fast, closing your eyes, not recommended. I'll be putting you through a few simple exercises to help you relax. It will only take a few minutes, then we will continue with our work. Now I'd like to ask you to sit up straight, both feet on the floor, put anything down you may be holding, if you're wearing glasses, take them off. Rest your hands comfortably on your legs. Close your eyes and be still for a moment. Now pay attention to your breathing. Slow your breathing somewhat and exhale slightly longer than you inhale now we will move through your body relaxing your various body parts first your toes tense your toes up now Now release the tension. Notice the difference? Tense your calf and lower leg muscles. 
Now release the difference. Tense your thighs and upper leg muscles. Now release the tension. Notice the difference. Tense the muscles in your buttocks. Now release the tension. Notice the difference. The lower part of your body is now relaxed. Tense your abdominal muscles. Now release the tension. Notice the difference. Tense your chest muscles. Now release the tension. Notice the difference. Tense your upper back muscles. Now release the tension. Notice the difference. Now your neck muscles. Tense your neck muscles. Now release the tension. Now the muscles in your face. Tense your facial muscles. Let go of the tension. Notice the difference. Now your head. Notice where any tension is located in your head. Pinpoint the location. Feel the tension. Let go of the tension there. Now our entire body is more relaxed. Notice any remaining tensions and let them go. Now I want you to picture a peaceful and restful place that you enjoy. Look around and notice what you see in the environment. When I count to three, open your eyes feeling relaxed and re-energized, ready to resume our work. One, two, three. Hey guys, it's me, Stephen Bo, and Bo knows Green Bros. Yeah. <laughs> Good morning, this morning, Vietnam internet people, Hoosier sophisticated land, sophisticated Hoosiers. How are we this morning? Uh, Steve-O got screwed this morning. He got screwed this morning. We were on the phone. He was on his way in. He hit a little traffic jam. No big deal. No big deal. Old Craig McGregor's got us, got us under control right now. Guys, it's the end of the world as we know it. 
It's the end of the world as we know it. And I feel fine. Uh, it's election day in America. Uh, it's a big one. Woo-wee. I thought I was going to be able to... Uh, I thought I was going to be able to... We're not doing streaming picks of the week. I'm going to have to have words with Seth about this. Um, I thought I was going to be able to vote this morning. Uh, good morning, Gemini Jen, I believe. Uh, good morning, Zach Smith. Uh, progressive muscle relaxation. Nice one, Craig. Thanks, Tiffany. I always, Tiffany, you make me feel so good about doing that. I always wonder if anybody's even listening to these things. Uh, but you always uh, seem to let me know that it's all good, baby. You're into it. I dig it. Thank you for doing the meditation with me in the morning. I feel like it's uh, just a little different take on what you might find anywhere else first thing in the morning when you turn on a show. I don't know. I don't know. What's weird is... is not being able to see people, uh, and then um, potentially, uh, you know, like uh, kind of trying to allow space to let them breathe, and you're not seeing people breathe in front of you. It's kind of difficult. It's kind of difficult. Thanks, Herfy. Appreciate you. Uh, <clears throat> so today's election day, which is also known as the end of the world. You feel good about it? Feel good about our chances? Oh, I'm listening. I love doing the morning meditation. It definitely helps my mornings run smoother. Thanks guys. I really appreciate that. Cool. Well, that, that was kind of the idea behind all of this is, you know, just come with some, uh, come with something a little bit different to wake up to. That's the main thing. That's the main thing. So I, uh, I, I thought I was going to, I thought I was going to be cute and I'm not looking forward to standing in line for hours at all, but got to do it. Yeah. So I thought, you know, um, I live in a, pretty small town, you know, I thought, and, and typically it's kind of in and out. Uh, I remember when I lived in Springfield on the South side of Springfield, I used to have to vote people in Springfield will know this, but like, uh, Remington's at, at Republic and Kansas expressway, uh, when it was still like in between it being Remington's and the, the Baptist church buying the joint, it was just this big empty kind of wasting building. And I, I feel like it was maybe, like the first Obama election, like, so like 2008, I think it was like 2008, and they were lining people up to get into Remington's, and it was like nothing I'd ever seen before. <laughs> like There were five lines, six lines wide, and each one of them was like a two-and-a-half-hour wait. It was... That was uh, that was a pretty long one. Um, so I've been pretty lucky at my uh, newest polling location. You know, uh, I th- I wonder how much of it is, you know, COVID protocol and just not having too many people inside. Uh, I'm kind of I'm kind of hoping that's the case. Um, but uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll you know, well, I, whatever. I'm going to do it either which way I do it anyway. I don't just show up for the presidential election. I do it anyway, bud. I'm going to do it anyway, bud. Oh, uh. Clean piss isn't for sale until uh, 10 o'clock, sir. Nope, no, it's not for sale until... Uh... Guys, you know what? Is this where you kiss pee-pees? <laughs> oh, man. Is this the They're advertising that again. Do they run the ad in the paper? <laughs> they run the ad in the paper? I told them not to run the pee-pee kissing ad. <laughs> At least not without letting me kiss know. Pee-pees. Are you ready for your morning motivation? Oh, 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 Here we go. 
The uh, Reavers are shut down. <laughs> I know. The I world's know. gone crazy. The whole world's gone. It's the end of the world. It's the end of the world. Our, right. our special right. is the end of the world live. That's what we're doing right now. I'm on to something, bud. Oh, go ahead. go ahead. You do what you got to do, brother. I just, I get a little gray. I get a little gray sometimes. How's that look? Looks great. No, it doesn't. Okay, whatever you choose. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, yeah, you guys ready for your morning motivation? Are you ready for your morning motivation? <laughs> over, over. You can't do anything. There you go. You get your double motivation. How, how is that? I don't, I can't. I, I don't understand what you're doing. There you go, bud. <laughs> there, go, there you bud. go, buddy pair. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, man. Whoa. Get me pumped, motherfucker. You remember uh, yeah. Mama's family? <laughs> yes, I do. Well, you remember how she ran for governor? Look at this. This oh, is a... Or no, she ran for mayor. You remember that episode where yeah. she ran for mayor? I think so. Well, just don't ever let, let anybody tell you, even if you're a feeble-minded old woman, that you can't run for mayor of Raytown. Yeah, you can. She she was running for mayor. I'm rewatching. Hang on, her. what town were they in? Raytown, like yeah. like the Raytown. Yeah, Raytown, Missouri. You didn't know that? I had no idea. Oh, I know crazy. Grace Under Fire was in the St. Louis suburbs. No, no, I, please don't. Yeah, I know. I know the John Larroquette show took place in the St. Louis Greyhound station. Damn right, Fuck John Larroquette was just I love that, swimming dude. in fucking pussy. That's also a motivator. If you don't think you can get poon, just look, look at, at John, John Larroquette. Larroquette. No doubt. You know who reminds me of John Larroquette a little bit? Austin Peterson. I don't know why. There's just something no, about his face. No, he's all, he's, no. he's Larroquette-y. No, he's Larroquette-ian. He's a, he's a Larroquette-ian. No, I don't think so. That sounds like an ancient order of guys that oh. beat themselves until they come. Oh, the Larroquette-ians. The Larroquette-ians. Oh, man. You know. They used to fucking have to beat themselves up just to make seed come <laughs> out of them. You get it. You get um, it. So just don't ever let anybody tell you um, you can't. Because you can. Uh, it's crazy, too, because she pretty much she runs the Trump campaign. Oh, okay. Mayor Tutwiler comes in to Mama's family's house. And this, for people who don't know, people are watching at home right now. I'm sure you're all juiced up right now. <coughs> you can turn their little camera off, too, their stupid little camera. Oh, I got you. Yep. Turn their stupid. It's at the top. Um, so what happens is... Mama's Family was my favorite show growing up. I liked it. My favorite show. I know. Remember the man? There's I've missed like good fucking show tunes. I know. I miss like what we need to bring them back. They're gone. Um, so Mayor Tutwiler comes in there, and he's like, uh, he wants to do. He a was a real show. cunt, that a Mayor cunt. Tutwiler. Yeah, he had a great, great hair, no hair on top, and real nice shiny hair around the edges. I love it. So uh, it was the first time Rue McClanahan and Betty White got to work together before Golden Girls. So yeah. they were both daughters of of Thelma Harper, of Mama, of Mama. Yeah, and so Thelma, I was a big Venton fan. You cannot. No one's. I'm a big Venton. Fan. <laughs> no one's a, Everybody loves Venton. What a ben, lovable idiot. 
Ben's trying to set up the microphone for Mayor Tutwiler, and he's like, how are you getting that thing to work? They're clicking the button on the back. He's like, dude, I don't know how that, how are you getting that microphone? He's messing with the microphone while the mayor's trying to talk, and he's like, hey, Fitton, please stop. It's like when Chris Farley did that skit with Mayor... Cuomo or whoever was the I, mayor. I don't think it was Mayor Cuomo. No, it wasn't. You know sure. what I'm saying? Yep. When, when he was at the Yankees baseball game, do you remember that skit? And Chris Farley is a little kid. And he's like, he's just <laughs> He's all over the dad. And the, 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 he's, he's a senator trying to give a speech or something. It's Chris Farley acting as a politician's son. <coughs> he's like missing a tooth. It's wild. Um, so that's pretty much Venton. Um and Rudy Giuliani. Yeah, okay, yeah, that makes more a lot more sense. Yeah. <laughs> He's Giuliani's kid. It's hilarious. I actually watched him the other day impersonate Newt Gingrich. Uh Giuliani? No. Yeah, no, Chris Farley. <laughs> oh, yeah. Chris Farley walks in. It was like fucking John Boner. He like he was the uh, majority leader at the time, and so he like Boehner. he int- Let's be real. It's Boehner? <laughs> Let's get real, bud. Oh. God. A disgrace. Anyway, uh, uh, John Boner introduces uh, uh, Newt Gingrich, and so like Newt Gingrich kind of walks out. He was a, this is like roughly after they I guess probably just took the house back over or something, you know. And so uh, he introduces them, and he's and Newt comes walking down these stairs. Well, out of the back forty, out of this door, here comes Farley dressed up like Newt Gingrich. He's just barreling down there, dude, and like they are. And I'm like, oh man, look at how much fun they used to have before they were a bunch of cocksuckers. Who on SNL? No, they were all fucking no, the, the, the fucking House of Representatives. Oh sure, just yeah. all of them. Like, yeah. uh, anyway, whatever. There's a girl who actually wrote a book. She's a comedian, and she grew up in Washington. And she said oh, the real, vibe real has weird. changed. Well, she said when they, when she was a kid. It was very kind much of a good old boys club. Yeah, right? Republicans and Democrats yeah. would get together though, and and there was a very much like about a, Jay Randolph Jr.'s dad just had a dick, dick out when yeah. he met Joe Biden. Yeah, so that, I mean that, that, was that was the world. deal. That was the deal. That was the deal. Let me fucking nice to meet you, kid. Check out my dick. I'm the one in charge. <laughs> We're all together in this. Yeah. Um, yeah. So and then she said, now it's very much like even. Uh, uh, Neighborhoods, like Democratic uh, uh, politicians will only live in this neighborhood, and Republican uh, politicians only live in this one. In there, really? Yeah, like separated even within Washington. I just got my musket. You got your little musky? I got my musky. You smell musky. Musky's today. hitting, bud. Musky, musky's hitting, bud. Oh, musky's hitting. I didn't send those on our deck. I should have sent those in the deck too. What do you Oh, uh, what's well, right? All right, where can you watch this show on? Because I'm going to tell you about it. Well, I'm going to. Are you talking about this, our show? Our show. I would like for people to start watching on Twitch. Last night was really encouraging for us to see. The numbers were great. You guys were great. We are slowly moving. And we also understand that Monday nights is really kind of the Facebook gathering. People like to participate in the comments. I do think people are starting to really tune into the the chat that we have on the screen that that, uh, puts all of our comments Mm -hmm. together. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the analytics really showed kind of a a, a mass exodus. In our mornings, we closed the week pretty strong with people moving over to Twitch. Oh, yeah, we did. We only got a couple more to go. Uh, We were at 95 last night. When we get to 100 followers, we're giving away this $50 bake sale grinder. This thing is freaking sweet. It is sweet, man. I would grind up some weed all day with that, man. I use this to to grind up my uh, kitchen herbs. (laughs) <laughs> you do? You have kitchen herbs? 
Oh, look at that, buddy. You do a good job up there. You do a really good. I'm sharing the Twitch stream on Twitter. I'm sharing it on Facebook. I didn't retweet. I'm sharing it everywhere. I'm sharing the kitchen herbs for the dinner. Everywhere. Did you get it, Herfy? You're a man. You're a that, and then you can pull out your little your little screen here. That way, you can clean all the basil keef off of your ah uh, yes, the kitchen herbs. <laughs> yes, uh, yes, the old <laughs> kitchen herbs. <laughs> Um, so anyway, we're going to give away this $50 grinder. Then, what are we going to do, Steve? Well, I'll tell you what we're going to do. Tell we're, us what we're, we're going also to do, going man. to give away this $90 Easy Butter Maker. Now, you might not be able to see it because it's mostly green, and we're on a green screen right now. Mr. Because... Buttermaker? Hey, Mr. Buttermaker, boppity bop. Is that what they say that, Matt? They don't say that. In... They don't? You know who Mr. Buttermaker is? Uh, I know who Mr. Wanamaker is. Isn't Buttermaker from uh, Bad News Bears? Oh, yeah, I think so. Buttermaker? The, yeah. Is it? Yeah. Major? Is it? Is it? Yeah. Coach Buttermaker? Yeah. I'll find out. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. There's no... There's... So what we're doing is when we get to 100 people on Twitch, we're going to give away both of those items to one of our lucky followers. So if you know anybody that might be interested in it, uh, Parsley works well with DMT. Uh, <laughs> Morris Buttermaker. <laughs> I've heard. Morris Buttermaker, coach of the Bad News Bears. Thank you. Great flick. I like the remake, too. I thought the remake was funny. <laughs> Me, too. I'm a Billy Bob Horn guy. I like him. I want everyone to go back, and you can look up uh, Mama's Family when Mama runs for mayor. Okay. And you'll see that the Trump strategist, strategery people, mm -hmm. people in charge of strategery mm -hmm. for the, the Trump campaign. The chief strategery officers. Yes. They have followed Thelma Harper's game plan to a T. Okay, Papo? Because what she does, Tutwiler comes in there, and he starts... You know, hey, I'm going to do things for you. Uh, I'm. He's running unopposed. I'm running unopposed. I'm the mayor of this town. I thank the Harper family for being here. Uh, he says he makes something about uh, pockets. He, he makes a reference to the the pockets or something. And she's like, yeah, well, as long as you keep our your hands out of our pockets. And everybody in the crowd's like, yeah, mama. And he's like, That's the deal. well, I... Uh, I got more. I got better transportation for the city of Raytown, and she goes, "Yeah, I've seen your transportation. He just bought himself a new Cadillac," and everybody's like, "Oh, mama, not bad." She's just dropping bombs on not him, bad. okay? Yep. And then eventually, the media picks up on it. The media is like, "This little old lady is speaking for the masses. She's starting a grassroots campaign to to say what the people are really thinking, man." Mm -hmm. She's She's a old woman, you know, like because her Absolutely. sister's like, he. She doesn't know what she's talking. Hey, mama, you don't know what you're talking about, mama. You need to get back inside. And she's like, you know, I know what I'm talking about. Get out of here, Betty White. Betty White kind of plays a little bit of a cunt in this. <laughs> How bit. dare you, sir? I know that's I know. a bold claim. Her God. role in this is not the role from Golden Girls. Let me just say that she's you're not going to like her. America's little no, you're not going to like her in Mama's Family. That's fair. And Mama's Family had two succinct I'm sections right of my. I'm going to punch yeah, Betty White should. right in the nose. He should. Finally, someone with the balls to do it. They had two grandchildren on there. Bud, Bud, and God, I can't remember the other the the granddaughter's name. She was awful though. Kind of, kind of hot. Ellen. Always, yeah. She's always, Fran, Sonia, Thelma. No, 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 Ellen. Yeah, no. this one. Yeah, that's Ellen. Yeah. How about Naomi? Could she get it? Oh, Naomi scared me as a kid, but now Naomi can get it all day, every day. 
all day, every day. Now, this pervy brain that this is formed into it, the tentacles of, of pornography and mm. pervasion mm-hmm. up in this brain. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, oh mm-hmm. bud, Naomi could get uh, jousted with a wiener. Get jousted? Yes, know. it is a thing. She could get uh, glazed like a donut. I'll tell you that much right okay. now. Well, I don't know. I got I the soap know. gene, too. You got the soap taste gene? Mm-hmm. Oh, with uh, cilantro. cilantro. Yeah. Why, why are they talking about that on the text line? Because I was talking about grinding up your, your kitchen herbs. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Wow, whoa, wow, whoa, 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 whoa. So you're not heading to the polls today, huh? No. Right on. That's your right. I don't vote. I have voted. All right, who drew the dick on our whiteboard? Oh, who do you think? Seth. No. My brother? No. Mike? Nope. Jason. Yes. Yes. It's not a very impressive <laughs> penis, Jason. He drew it actual size. <laughs> it's like this big. This is big. I like it. Mother-in-law tends to use a lot. Though. Well, tell your mother-in-law to fucking reel it in, Keisha. All right? Kesha. She said she wants to be called Kesha. It's going down. Yeah. I'm yelling timber. You better move. You better dance. Make a night. You can remember. I've been roofied a fucking game. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I roofied oh. myself. I'm yelling timber. Oh, oh, oh. I'm falling down. I've got my dress up. Look at my cooch. Look at my cooch. Is that how that song goes? I think that's exactly. Those were the words verbatim. <laughs> Critically low battery. Critically low battery. Steve, I swear I'm going to get you when I see you. Who says that? I think Keisha says it, bud. Because oh. she doesn't want to be called Kesha. I ain't worried about Kesha, all right? All right? Because. I ain't worried about Kesha. Let's just put it you want to mess with somebody that brushes your teeth with Jack Daniels? You're crazy, pal. I ain't worried about Kesha. Where's my charger? Uh, I just saw it, bud. Yeah, didn't I have it out? Didn't I get it out, bud? I just saw it, bud. You had it in your hand, bud. It's behind my <laughs> Guys, why didn't you tell me? They could see it. I couldn't see it. Why didn't they tell me? Guys, my charger was right behind my computer screen, and no one told me. Look at my cooch. They like that line. They like that line. Morning, fellas. What's up there, Jameson? Of course, well, I let you guys talk me into downloading Twitch. <laughs> ah, yeah, but who is that? Uh, is that Good Juju? Good Juju, 1857. You're around from 1857. We have a time traveler in our hands here, bud. Okay. We have a time traveler. Time is on my side. Yes, it is. <laughs> I got some good articles for you today. I'm In the third to hour, we got some sexy stuff because we know you're a D-Gen. Damn we right. took the test. We I watched our sit. If you didn't see this, uh, how we opened the show last night. I watched it this morning. With a few funny little skits. Not bad. <laughs> not bad for a little improv. Not great. Not bad. Not great. I thought I laughed. I, I'm, just talking I about, I'm just talking about production value. The, 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 production? the comedy was great. Do you think anybody else is sitting on a bed? Yeah, you're right. 
hey. you're right. We fucking killed it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. God, don't sell us short. It's a me thing. And if you guys. I just don't feel worthy. I never feel worthy. To. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Yeah. yeah you shouldn't. Yeah, you right. Shouldn't. I've got to keep drive. something yes, fucking. Thank you. Hey, um, but if you can tell what famous bedroom uh, I was in. Yeah. If anyone can guess what famous bedroom is, uh, we'll give you uh, uh, respect. I don't know. High five. We'll, we'll give, give you high respect. Five. And a high five. We'll go respect, respect bro. <laughs> respect. Respect. You gotta show them fucking respect. 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 It's they can't see like our feet. Donkey Kong. <laughs> That's. I'm Diddy. Oh! I'm Diddy Kong. On this date in history, 1507. You're gonna like this one, bud. You always say that, and I never do. No, this one's this one's not topical, but it's interesting. <laughs> no, it never is. It never is topical. To Brought the- to you by Bundren Property Group, 1507. Okay. Leonardo da Vinci's commissioned to paint Lisa Gerardini, the Mona Lisa. This date, 1507. Well, that just means when the person was like, hey, would you mind paying that? Yeah, yeah, they just went to his place, and they're like, hey. Uh, it's so arbitrary. Give me the date he finishes. Paint it. this broad. Give me the date he finishes it. Why? Why not? No Maybe he did it in day. one day. Well, you don't fucking. You think, think he you did think, it in one you day? Think I bet he could. could. Fucking slop that fucking mug on a like fucking it. portrait it looks in like one it. day. The Just Mona Lisa looks like there. it. Why is the Mona Lisa regarded as like one of the best paintings of all time? Do you, you want me to get a? Uh, uh, no, I'm just curious as to you know, like, do you know why? No, it's oft considered no, probably because it's got the Vinci code in it. This the Fibonacci spiral. It's got his code in it. Is <laughs> that it? Yeah. It tells you who the real Jesus is. <laughs> oh shit! Well, that makes, makes all sense. the sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Why? Why it's so famous? Why? I always like asking questions like this to Google. <laughs> why is the Mona Lisa good? <laughs> there you go. It said, "Why is it so famous?" Read it out loud. You know. There is no doubt. That the Mona Lisa is a very good painting. (laughs) It was highly regarded even as Leonardo worked on it and his contemporaries copied the then novel three-quarter pose. The writer Giorgio Vasari later extolled Leonardo's ability to closely imitate nature. Indeed, the Mona Lisa is a very realistic portrait. That's from Britannica, bud. You want to fucking argue with Encyclopedia Britannica? <laughs> nope. No, you I know better. goddamn I'm a 90s right. You kid. better not, Jack. I know better. I have I the Encyclopedia Britannica. Wikipedia. Britannica really missed out on that Wikipedia market. What else? This painting's a masterpiece because is it because it is a superb piece of a design due to being realistic. It maintains communication with immediate past because it was created during the Renaissance. She looks like she just kind of fucked. And it is a profound assertion of human value because it is about a virtuous woman sitting on a balcony. That sounds like a whole lot of fucking... <laughs> Bullshit! <laughs> Breaking news, Leonardo was a hack! Yeah, we said it. We did it. We said we're the only morning show in St. Louis taking on the powers Let's see be. what you can paint then, bud. Steve's, Steve's a pretty good little artist. Show him. Show, show him the fucking... You hang got, on, I got to show bud. you what he painted. I'll fucking be smart. Yeah, what did I paint? Yeah. Not desktop. Cockpit? cockpit? Where's cockpit? Don't show him that. That's not good. I just... You got to start believing in yourself, bud. I know. I just, I just know my worth. And I know I can do better. You want to fucking see it? Boom. There. Boom. What did yeah. I paint? Let's what see I, it, He bud. painted that, pal. He painted that, bud. Da Vinci ever paint anything on that scale, bud? Da Vinci ever paint anything? 
<laughs> we'll, we'll call all the fans' names today. Tell us what you want to be called so we can make sure you don't fucking get it. Virtuous woman, that ain't me. Oh, <laughs> Show us what that? you got, man. I've been banned for so long, the new members to the group are getting broken pretty good this week. Well, that's one thing we like to do is break them in. Break them in, break them in. You ever, you ever heard the term road hot and put away wet? Road hard and put away wet? Yeah, road hard and put away wet. Have I ever heard the term? Yeah, I've been I've been to a few biker rallies, bud. I, dude, I thought I heard you is that, squeak one out there, is bud. Is that, that's not biker thing. It's a horse thing, isn't it? Uh, yeah, but I mean, it's pretty prevalent in biker culture. What do you... Ooh, <laughs> yeah, I'm dying on the inside. I'm dying on the inside. That's a gunpowder fucking taste. <laughs> it's in your mouth. There's no airflow in here, too. We have no it. air. I don't get it. Dude. We have no heat. <laughs> no air, no heat. Just a hand wave. Uh, morning. I actually put on the show's description that since today oh, I'm dying is the end of the world. Uh... <laughs> It seemed like, and we were both choosing between a bunch of incontinent geriatrics. It seemed like a good idea to just talk about farts. <laughs> yeah. You had no idea I put that. And then really? You came in here and you just blew me out of the room. <laughs> well, is, the gauntlet's been laid down. This pal. is political talk. It's pretty much it. We're farting in the microphones. <laughs> Open the doors. We don't have doors. Yeah, we have doors. They're closed. Those won't help. Yeah, that's not going mean, to help. I got more where that came from, too. My stomach is. We got 94 foot ceilings. Ooh, man, I'm sorry. Now we got all these tables. I'm sorry. I'm about to. I got something for him. <laughs> I just farted into the microphone, dude. It was loud as hell, too. It was loud as hell. Oh, shit. You're welcome. Oh, everybody said gross. Everybody's grossed out. <laughs> Oh shit! Everybody, our, our views are dropping like flies. One fart into the microphone. Oh, this microphone stinks now, dude. Oh my god! You're an idiot. I gotta change, mom. Oh, oh Jesus Christ! I gotta change the muff on this thing. Big Mo! Big Mo! <laughs> I did another. <laughs> that thing's too much. That thing's too much. Sorry, man. I'm nervous. I'm nervous about today. Dude, I'm uh, nervous about the Trevor election. Was, Trevor was watching a movie the other day, and something scared the fart out of him. <laughs> really? Yes, and it was goddamn adorable, because uh, this was wondering why he farted in our bed. He's like, what were you doing? You're coming in here farting in our bed. We were messing with him, and he's yeah. like, I got scared. He was so <laughs> mad. He was so mad, she called him out on his fart. He got Where's scared. Where's the lighter? You got a lighter, bud? Yeah. What are you looking around for? I don't know. Just light the lighter, bud. <laughs> you're, you're, you're out of sorts now. <laughs> He's aghast. How old are you again? Oh, whatever. Shut up. Oh, my God. Steve. That's one of those steamy <laughs> farts <laughs> caught right in the muff, bro. I just gagged. Shut <laughs> up. It's a human function. Whatever. Burn that muff. Burn that muff. Poop before uh, going to work, Steve. Oh, uh, he doesn't have time for that. No, don't I have don't, no en- time. don't encourage I have that no behavior. Time. All guys revert to twelve year olds sometimes. Are you guys just now tuning into the show for the first time? The first ever? day. A lot of first day people here. A lot today. of first day. Like these guys tell fart jokes. <laughs> How grody. These guys are so grody. This guy's fictional mom felt him up last night while he was shirtless. 
That was so hilarious. You being shirtless made that bit. Craig wasn't supposed to be shirtless, but well, when we're find my shirt, when we're running around trying to do these bits, he had misplaced his shirt somewhere. It was black. It just it, it blended in with all the other. I couldn't stuff find my it. coat because we got when we when we get going with our outfits and when I we're know, changing, man. when we're doing scene transitions, it's a real deal. It is art at its finest. It's art mixed with uh, mechanics. You know, it's a very, it's a beautiful thing. We like dick jokes, not fart jokes. Well, you'll be happy to hear that Steve calls Seth fart dick on our, on our, on our business message. Yep. Our business message. Thanks for being on. Thank you, Holly. Someone gets it. Okay. Thank you, Holly, for focusing on the good things. I like dick jokes, fart jokes. And dick fart jokes. And dicky farty jokes. Yeah. You (laughs) can't draw a line. Where do you draw a line? What's the deal? It's a pretty good painting, dude. You think? Oh god, it's still kind of still lingering, dude. Let's put it in between us. No, no, no. I can't have that thing on me, dude. Just you got to get it. You got to We're burning some incense right now. Craig's saging the room. I'm just knocking it up. Naga chomping. I'm chomping, buddy. I'm chomping the juice. Just noggin'. <laughs> Uh, you gelling <laughs> like Magellan? Yeah, exactly where I was at. Gelling? I'm like, like Magellan. Magellan. I'm so gelling. On, On the state, state history. history, 1794 Bungeon Property Group, Thomas Paine is released from a Parisian jail with help from the American ambassador, James Monroe. He was arrested for having offended the Robespierre faction. Robespierre. You know what Thomas Paine said? I loved Robespierre. He you know what Thomas asshole, Paine but... said? He said, you ever seen fucking one of those, bud? And Robespierre said... <laughs> We. Oui. Yeah, he started fucking. He started knobbing his fucking finger. You like that? You were gonna like that one, didn't you? I'm just giving you a hot political take why, all why day. Why am I on Bing? Get off of Bing. I can't not be on Bing. I'm just gonna go with Bing. Just I don't type know. in Google, button. No, I did, and it said, "Do you want to change your home screen I to said, Google?" Yeah. And I go, "Do you want to change your web browser?" Yeah, I'll change it to Chrome and yeah, Google. Sure, Bing. Hmm. Every time takes me to Bing. I don't well, care. I mean, I don't. Bing's it's, fine. It's Bing, Microsoft's Bing is last fine, grasp right? at relevance. Yeah, Bing is fine, right? You better ask Jeeves. Jeeves knows. I loved Ask Jeeves. That was my. Uh, besides, whenever I needed to uh, Jeeves, translate what are something, boobs? I would go to Alta Vista and use their little Babelfish translator. Oh, I oh. love Babelfish. Babelfish. Mm-hmm. Babelfish. Not Babelfish. Oh, Seth, what, what is he doing? He's just always messing stuff. I, uh, they, they try to move everything around. Yeah, they, these guys, they come in here. They're a fucking train wreck. Pulling a China shop. They change the whole thing. I got a show to run. Why? Got a show to run here in the morning. Steve. I had to get all the spooky things out of there. Spooky. And then both of them come over there. We're talking about Seth and Mike. <laughs> Our Cookie Monsters, his new, new nickname is. They go over there and they're like, this thing's way out of order. Out of order, Papo? I'm, I'm, for them, it was out of order? For them, it was out of order. We got a show to do four days a week, okay? Make your own scene on OBS. Uh, there's nothing Get holding you, you back, nothing, Jack. Nothing at all, Nothing holding man. you back, Jack. And I got to sit here and pretend? Well, you don't. You don't. You don't have to do that. You damn sure don't have to do it for them. Thank you. I'll tell you that, bud. <sighs> 
I feel a lot better. <clears throat> you feel better? You get all that little poopy out of your gut? Oh, no, I don't feel better about that. I got poopy oh. more of that coming from. Oh, you got you feel better about getting that yeah, the Mike and Seth poison out yeah, of you? Yeah, that's fair. They don't watch the show because then they usually bring up topics about. They're like, we should, you should cover Mama's Family in the Mayor episode. That's, That's what it'll be say. next Monday. Yeah, yeah, the Mayor. <laughs> what, what was the one last night? Storco Calico. Oh yeah, I made. I did you see the look on Seth's face when I was like, yeah, we covered that. I told him that already though. Oh, you did. He likes it when I say it to him. Well, it's because you're mean. I he know. likes. That's how he gets I off. What is that last Atlassian? Atlassian? What's Atlassian? I don't understand what you're. The I don't question. need. I don't need Atlassian. What are you talking about? I'm trying to sign into my damn Trello, and it's saying Atlassian. Are, are you signed into Atlassian? What's that? What's Atlassian? You know, I'm not. I don't even know. It sounds like a, a place underneath water. Something like the water. Do I want? What's going on? Steve's what's having a little on? little trouble with his. Uh, Remember when my screen was flickering? I do. That was uh, hey, I fixed that. Hey Steve, I think that this is a great opportunity. I we that. we got you know. Of course, we tell. Good people morning, we John were. Matthews. Good morning, John. You big liar. Oh yeah, Mister South, Mister fucking North Korea. We might as well just call you John Un, huh? Big liar, John Matt Un. <laughs> he comes on here and he lies. He gets on the text line. He's a liar. And he starts espousing lies. I got it now. I was on Firefox. I needed to go to whatever Microsoft's version of that is. Just uh, what is edge. it? Ed, ed, ed. I think they call it edging. 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 <laughs> Good for them, finally. Uh, hold on. Hold on. I'm afraid I'm going to poop in my pants if I try to push this out. Oh, this seems like a really bad. It's not this seems like a really silly gambit for you to run bud but the farting yes you're pants. you're you're just you're you're like a kid with their the hand on his forehead just swinging away do you know who i am bud i'm gonna kill i i out of courtesy i don't do this to you i'm going to do it make you hate this world <laughs> do in. it you think you can do that no, i just don't want to do that do, was, can you I fart on the man it. no i did have a cousin that could he would run up. He was like the youngest of his of his uh, siblings. He would run, like we'd be sitting there playing fucking RBI baseball or something on Nintendo, and this kid would just hightail it across the room, run up the side and top of the couch, sit on his brother's head, crack a fart, and be out of there. Like I mean, he was just a, he was a bandit, the farting bandit. He could, but I mean, hit it with a deadly precision, yeah. deadly precision. I, I respected those people a lot. I had a lot of respect for the people. Oh, this myself. day in history, John Jong Un. No, you don't have to do that. I got, I got stuff now for us. Ulysses S. Grant was elected the 18th president of the United States. All right, good, good. Ulysses Oliver loves Grant. Um, Craig, dude. I got one story for you, and then I, I have wish some, give some me, sexy pal. and some drug stories um, that are going to come in the third hour. Okay, uh, hour two. I'm going to hit you with a little bit more. Um, I guess we'll call it like tech type news. Yeah, okay. Science, we got we got a tech. News. Okay, uh, hit you with a little bit of that. But first, to end this first segment, remember we only have two commercial breaks in the show. Maybe three since we have that. We got three tiny one. Um, <clears throat> but no other show is going to give you that, guys. Maybe one, maybe one other show. But we do maybe one other show. <laughs> maybe but we have something out there. I was listening to all of the other morning shows, and it is commercial after commercial after commercial, bud. 
and people say, I hate commercials. Our commercials are great. I Yeah, I mean, that's the whole idea, right, is to make it at least have some uh, entertainment value if people are going to have to sit through a commercial. Global News Canada, man mauled by Black Leopard after paying for full contact Dude, you're a fucking experience. Idiot. A Florida man <laughs> who paid $150 to get up close and personal with a Black Leopard is now suing the sanctuary that made it happen after the animal mauled him instead of submitting for pictures and belly rubs. <laughs> The attack happened at the Backyard Animal Sanctuary in Davie, Florida, on August 31st. Dwight Turner paid $150 for a full-contact experience with a black leopard. He expected, in his words, to play with it, rub its belly, and take some pictures. Turner entered the backyard enclosure, and the leopard growled at him, then attacked immediately. The owner of the facility brought the victim into the leopard cage, said the victim's attorney. About three seconds after entering the cage, the leopard leapt, attacked, went for the jugular, and took his head inside of his mouth. The animal ripped off part of the victim's scalp and ate his ear. Officials uh, said Turner says he spent a week in the hospital and required multiple surgeries to recover from injuries sustained in the attack. Turner alleges that the entire visit was illegal, um, so any safety waiver he might have signed is invalid. He plans to sue the sanctuary. Um, The property's occupant describes himself on Facebook as an exotic animal breeder, and he owns a private animal sanctuary. What do you think? I think the guy is about as dumb as they fucking come. Uh, and I don't think that there should be any kind of recompense through the courts for this. Uh, if you don't fucking know that a giant jungle cat <laughs> is capable of ripping your face off and eating your ear as a little snick snack, uh, you deserve to be you deserve to be fucking mauled. You're a dumb fucking human being. You're a, you're a stupid human that does not deserve uh, any payout. For this, like you don't get to pay for the full experience, money bags, and then not, and then get the full, bucks. get the fucking full experience, and then you're gonna fucking sue over it. Fuck yourself, you half faced freak. He paid, he paid 150 bucks to get mauled. Good, fuck yeah. him. What an idiot. Yeah, not not very smart. Um, you can go to Pogi's Animal House, which is a uh, website where this guy sells his animals, and it has um, iguanas, zebras. Big cats. Um, Have you ever seen the fucking, like, the teeth? And marmosets. Okay. What are marmosets? Marmosets are like little fucking... Yeah, they're little... Oh, my dear Lord. Craig, I want a marmoset. They're almost river monkeys. I want a marmoset. (laughs) Craig? This guy is a moron. I was reading another article about it, and it said the owner represented the leopard as being tame. Tame. Well... You can't tame a leopard. I mean, I don't. I'm not putting this one on the owner. If you don't know Listen, what a leopard is capable of, whether in captivity or not, what if you could go in there with like some sort of uh, suit, like fucking bite and suit, fight it. like yeah. a bite suit, and fight it, fight the leopard? Would you do that for 150 bucks? Like you're not really. I don't want to fight a no, leopard, no, but, 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 but like I mean, wrestling. do you feel? Do I? Would I feel good about it? Like the leopard can. Man, big cats are fucking. They're strong, strong bud. Yeah, I know, Papo. Uh, I like my chances with a with a leopard. I don't like my chances when you start getting a little bit bigger. Like a tiger would no. 
Oh, and Tiger, obviously. Tigers and Lions yeah. are out of the equation. Yeah, and Tigers are Leopards even bigger are third, than Lions. Third biggest. Yeah, the Jag, yeah, I mean, Leopards and Jaguars, are they're kind of you know different parts of the world, but pretty much the same cat, right? Yeah, and um, actually a black. And uh, they're way more aggressive, by the way. A black panther is a. Uh, <clears throat> Jaguars have the, the hard. The, melanistic. The biggest. Uh, well, that's when they're all, yeah, all black. Yeah, that's that's, awesome. yeah, that's, black that's leopard, awesome. Black panther. It's awesome. That's just what they are, melanistic. Uh, if you haven't seen a melanistic fox, the most, you're a fool. Uh, I believe the most aggressive. They have the biggest bite force. So, like, I don't know. I mean, pound for pound, I'd probably tussle with a fucking. You could kick a cheetah's ass. I've seen. Oh, cheetahs are fucking weak pussies. All right, so you got yeah. So tigers are weighing in at uh, yeah, three three hundred kilograms. Whoa! No. Uh, yeah. Three hundred kilograms. They can get up to three hundred till three hundred kilograms. Up to four hundred. Lions have gotten up to three hundred thirteen in the wild. Jaguar is 160 Dude, kilograms. do you know how big a 660-pound cat is? <clears throat> yeah, buddy, it's big. It's big. That's what that equates to. Um, and then cougars. So it goes tigers, lions, jaguars, cougars. Oh, I, I understand why, like, if a restaurant is negligent and you get food poisoning, you can sue. That's fine. Uh, what I'm saying is it was an illegal operation to begin with. And if, Was you're it, go- if you're going to participate in nefarity, if you're going to do the no-no stuff, then you're going to deal with the consequences on your dime. Here you go. Um, you can easily identify jaguar and I'm leopard dog. through rosettes, height of head, and body mass. Leopard rosettes are densely packed and smaller as compared to the jaguar. Leopards are smaller than jaguars. Jaguar skull is bigger than a leopard skull, yeah, and leopards possess smaller legs. Yep. So. Yeah, jaguars are. They're the fucking awesome. They're my fucking. They're my jam. They're fucking so awesome. They are. So and as much as I love awesome. them, guess what the fuck? I'm not gonna do. I'm Get not just cage. gonna fucking hang out in a cage with them. I'm I mean, not gonna do it. I would really love like that's a pretty cool thing to be that close to that powerful of an animal and survive. Mm. Like if it did have a kind heart, like you find one of those that it, that thing that that thing looks like a black tie. Uh, Lion, doesn't it? A little bit. Isn't that weird? A little bit. That's kind of weird. Panthers are cool. Um, body structure, fur pattern, body size, behavior, okay. habitat range. I was listening. Uh, Shane Moss had this gal on there who's one of her jobs is inseminating big cats. Okay. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. I'll have to dig up the episode, share it with our fans. You guys on our Discord server yet? Are you? Get on our Discord server. That's Let's we, go. That's where we do it, bud. I'm, we're we're going to get that thing popping. I don't even get popping. I've been. I've put like one or two messages on there. Today, We're gonna pop the off. bottles like the ice, like a blizzard. <laughs> All right, get it, boy. <laughs> Thank you, Missy. I was under the impression that the owner has done this before. Did you know it's legal? They have a Facebook page and a website, and he bought a ticket. <laughs> yeah, that sounds pretty legal. <laughs> sounds fairly legal there. Like, I've been buy to tickets. those places. I buy tickets for all kinds of stuff. I went in, me and Oliver went into a pit with dingoes. We went into, we went to one of those places on the way to uh, camping. Maybe the dingo ate your baby. baby. What is that from? I don't know. It's from Seinfeld, but it actually also happened. <sighs> Jesus Christ. I gotta poop at this break. Yep. Let's go to commercial so I can poop. <laughs> it's almost in. time. Yeah. You hold I, out a little bit longer. <clears throat> no. Um, <laughs> I got. I got other things coming up here about the gaming industry, cool. virtual reality, Great. education, uh, 
And then I got stuff about sex. That's what I'm telling you, bud. It's leaking. We got it's leaking. Guys, we got to go. Run. Run. Guys, I we have to go to break. Oh. We have to go to break. It's greasy oh, as fuck in here. I got to go. Thick with grease. Uh, stay tuned. Brown paste. I don't there even want to go guys. past my knees in the ocean. Um, All right. I got I to gotta get this demon out of me. Do you, have, do you have ketchup? I'm sorry. Did you have ketchup? Guys, support yeah, our s- support our sponsors, please. Oh we'll be right back after these messages. I'm farting like a machine today, bud. Oh man! I know it's late, baby, but you got me thinking about my dream home. Yeah, girl. You know, Bungeon Property Group doesn't just sell houses; they sell dreams. You know when the best time to talk about dreams is? In the middle of the night. That's why Bungeon Property Group is famously open 24 hours a day, so you can whisper sweet nothings in the middle of the night. Oh, yeah. Tell me all your dreams of white picket fences, in-ground pools, and I'll find them for you. In an area with a low crime rate, just proximity to nice parts. Walking distance to the grocery store, easy access to the highways. A place where you can offer a quality education to your children, all while feeling safe in your front yard while they're playing. Let me talk that dream house talk to you. Let me be your dream realtor. Welcome back, hour two. Feeling patriotic today. It's the day we go out and vote. It's time to get after it, guys. It's time to get out there and take America back. That's where I'm at. My partner's dying on the inside right now, so I'm going to lead this ship. I'm going to lead the charge across the Potomac for the rest of the way. <clears throat> uh, how are you? I'm, uh, I'm glad you can join us this morning. Thank you for joining us this morning. I love how many people are hanging out on Twitch in the mornings. Last night we talked about, oh, hang on a second. We got a, we got a call coming into the, uh, the show. You are live with, uh, well, just with Craig right now, but you are live on the Hoosier Sophisticate Morning Show. Go ahead, caller. Oh, man, I'm in the dark. I was calling from the bathroom. I'm going to be here for a minute. Oh, man. I'm hard and pooping. Thank you, Steve, for the check-in. I'm farting and pooping in here, man. Thank, thank, thanks, for the, <laughs> thanks for the check-in. Well, guys, uh, I, wish I, I wish half of you knew how uh, hard this, this job is. Uh, I'm not really 100% certain uh, where to go from here. My partner's dying on the inside. I don't know. I don't know. Let me do this here. Let's just do this. Let's get let's get real. Guys, it is your civic duty to go out there and try and shape the course of our future. Okay? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who you vote for. It doesn't matter what you vote for. It just matters that you vote. 
Okay. That's what they all say. That hallway smells like a Lowe's bathroom, dude. Lowe's bathrooms in the morning. How you feel? You better? No. There's plenty more where that came from, Pabo. Just no. Are you trying to get something worked up over there? No, I just. Uh, it seems like you do have something to work. I got nothing worked up. I'm just. I'm just. I wait. see you working stuff up. I'm just waiting for you to uh, to do your thing, man. Just what's just my wait, thing? Waiting for you to empty your guts out and really win these people's hearts over. Let's see what they have to They're say about to that. Craig, me. save the show. More history facts. I got a history fact for you on this day in history. Steve loves the history facts. This one will blow you away, bud. I'm gonna blow your tits clean off. Nineteen sixty. Try to blow my nineteen sixty four. People have tried. 1964, bud. On this day in history, for the first time, residents of Washington, D.C. are allowed to vote in the U.S. presidential election. 1964. What? They weren't allowed to vote for presidents before that. They weren't worth any electoral votes. They can vote? Not for president. Why? I, I just told you. Well, why couldn't they? Because there were no electoral votes attached for the Why? presidential election because the District of Columbia is not a state. Well, they couldn't just vote for the general populace? It wouldn't matter. We don't, we're not a democracy. It do, why, vote, why are people dumb? Your vote why, doesn't why don't matter people anyway. Why don't people understand how our voting <laughs> process works? In America, uh, now you're just you're, Why are they you're like dumb? doing that to me. But you're Why are talking, they dumb? <laughs> you're talking about me. <laughs> oh, I'm just Dude. asking people in general. Why don't you understand how the electoral college or I why think the electoral people college understand works? how it works? I'm talking about this instance. So people who lived there were okay with not having their voices heard. Yeah, I would say sure. so. Probably. Why? Uh, well, I don't know. You'd have to ask the people that live there. I mean, maybe, maybe well, I'm saying, do you know, do you have any other, like if you, I'll look it up. If it's, you were to just... look these up, like say yesterday or last night, then you could have a little back information too on the, on you, your... you want some back information? I got you. Yeah. I want some history. I want some history. Cause this is, I don't, I don't understand how they couldn't have just thrown their votes in Maryland's or, you know, throw them in. What, what, is, what is, well, you can't because you have to register there? at a polling place. And at that polling place is where you can put your vote in. And the polling place couldn't be registered to that state if it was connected to Washington, D.C.? Like, no, because D.C. is its I own know. thing. I'm saying you could throw them. At, so is St. Louis. St. Louis is another sovereign city. St. Louis, if you look it up online, us in Washington, D.C., and maybe one other city are the only cities that are, like, sovereign to themselves. We have a whole set of rules. That's a thing that some lawyers should look into. Yeah, Saint, we're doing a good job with St. Louis, yeah. St. Louis could run by a totally different set of rules because we have a, a weird system going on in our city. On November 3rd, 1964, residents of the District of Columbia cast their ballots in a presidential election for the first time. The passage of the 23rd Amendment in 1961 gave citizens of the nation's capital the right to vote for a commander-in-chief and vice president. They went on to help Democrat Lyndon Johnson defeat Republican Barry Goldwater in 64, the next presidential election. Between 1776 and 1800, New York and then Philadelphia served as the temporary center of government for the newly formed United States. The capital's location was a source of much controversy and debate, especially for Southern politicians who didn't want it to locate it too far north. Okay? In 1790, Congress passed a law allowing President George Washington to choose the permanent site as a compromise 
He selected a tract of undeveloped swampland on the Potomac River between Maryland and Virginia and began to refer to it as Federal City. The commissioners overseeing the development of the new city picked its permanent name, Washington, to honor the president. Congress met for the first time in D.C. in 1800. Uh, district was put under the jurisdiction of Congress, which terminated D.C. residents' voting rights in 1801. In 1961, the 23rd Amendment restored these rights, allowing D.C. voters to choose electors for the Electoral College based on population with the maximum of as many electors as the least populated state. With the current population of 550,000 residents, 61 square miles, D.C. has three electoral votes, just like Wyoming, America's smallest state population-wise. The majority of D.C.'s residents are African-Americans, and they have voted overwhelmingly, oh, Demo- over- overwhelmingly for Democratic candidates in past presidential elections. Uh, In 1970, Congress gave Washington, D.C. one non-voting delegate to the House of Representatives, and with the passage of the 1973 Home Rule Act, Washingtonians got their first elected mayor and city council. They didn't have a mayor until 73. It's it's the seat of federal government. It wasn't supposed to have any kind of local sway. It's supposed to be the 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 place where everybody's first off, the federal government isn't even supposed to be fucking a full time job. People were supposed to go and fucking work and have lives and then they would come. You no, had to come. Yeah. They forced people to come and take votes and and, and, and you're supposed and to govern. go back to your people. Go back to fuck go back to doing to some go run your business or whatever yeah. it doesn't just job doesn't pay shit go back and run your fucking business come back here three times a year and get put a vote kind of interesting that if it would have stayed like federal city and it didn't turn into a, a real actual city because i've never been to washington dc is it very suburban or is there a lot of living going on there or is it more well i think uh, in dc it's a pretty hardened city right and then you have i'm sure just like i mean actually like i would not, say uh, i would uh, say the parallels between just like you were saying between dc and st louis are probably pretty strong like you probably have blight right here and then across the street you know you're on fucking lindell and you got you know a 10,000 square foot mansion or something but okay. a lot of the suburbs uh i mean that's it's it, the suburbs are in all of the surrounding states right like dc doesn't have suburbs dc is just it's just the District of Columbia. Like, all of the suburbs are belong to Virginia. Gotcha. Or, you know what I mean? That's or, what I yeah, was wondering. Totally. Yeah, like how, how many people are actually living in D.C.? Because not many people... 500,000, they say. 550,000. in... How, mu- how many do they say are living in St. Louis City? I think 350. 350. Which is okay. fucking... Ugh. I mean, you think about where we were at a hundred years ago. Oh God, we were supposed probably to be. three times that. <laughs> like, like we had a million people, a million five in the city of St. Louis. Like, there's shit. It shit is so sad, dude. I know. We were. We, I, I always think, you know, we were going to be bigger than fucking uh, Chicago. Like, we were well on our way to become. We, I think, we biggest. were for a long. I mean, yeah. now you have to go back into the 1800s, but I mean, we were the, you know, we were the one of like I think the third largest. City in the uh, in the Union, I think, at one point. Yeah, I'll try to find out. It's not sovereign city, but it's something interesting. That's I know what like, you're talking about. Like yeah. the, as far as uh, it's like an independent. We're not. We're city. not within a county. Is the thing is that it's it's an it's a, yeah it's an inco- the city runs it's itself. Unincorporated, that's yeah. why that's why we're trying to fucking or why they're trying to work out a merger, and I just don't ever see that happening. I mean, it's so funny. Like there's people that are like, well, it's got to happen. It's got to happen or it's never going to work out. But, like, I just I don't see it happening. For those of you that don't live in St. Louis, uh, our city and our county are are not one in the same. Yeah. Uh, 
and they are run by and, and our county is made up of 93 different municipalities there's no fucking there's no nobody's pulling in the same direction you know um i mean i feel like a mer- like if we merged our crime rates all of that stuff would be way better than in what it shows but as it sits right now we're the, we're the fucking elephant graveyard our city is in the united states an independent city is one uh, is a that is not in the territory of any county or counties with certain exceptions so yeah you're right um they have similar governmental powers as consolidated city county places however in the case of a consolidated city county the county were merged into a unified jurisdiction in which the county normally exists to its day-to-day um of the 41 independent u.s cities 38 are in virginia of the 41 independent U.S. cities, 38 are in Virginia, whose state constitution makes them a special case. The three independent cities outside Virginia are Baltimore, Maryland, yep. St. Louis, Missouri, and Carson City, Nevada. I always thought there were some... Why, why are If the, some lawyers could figure out some, some weird language, considering that we're only three, like... I always thought St. Louis could be a test city for, I mean, mushrooms and weed. Now we're kind of DC just decriminalized. Yeah. We're, well, we're actually, they're voting today. Places. Fucking go DC. They're voting today to decriminalize yeah. psychedelics. Okay. Yeah, fuck Hell yeah. yeah. Let's go yeah. DC. Let's go. Okay. Get it done. <laughs> let's let's go. Let's friend. go to DC, man. Gonna go catch my vote, guys. <laughs> Uh, you could do an ab- absentee. Absentee. I'll vote absentee. Um, that's cool. That, friend, that's friend what I'm saying. Like, I was wondering if there's a way to just make those laws happen in an independent city or whatever. They, you know, there has to be some sort of lost uh, uh, loopholes there. You know, you would just think. I don't know. I wonder why Carson City, as recently as 1950, dude. I'll tell you what. I think about my grandpa, our grandparents. When, when, when did your family? Your family born and bred St. Louis. Oh, my mom and dad. But I mean, okay, so your grandparents. Greece. When do they come over roughly? When they were kids. Okay, so, okay. so they were here 30s, But my 40s. grandpa was back and forth from Greece. Okay. So I just think about like. Uh, When's the last time a Kohler stepped foot in Portugal? Well, Kohler's wouldn't have been in Portugal. Kohler's were German. The Rosarios came from oh, wait, Portugal. Wait, wait, my wait, grandpa wait. was from Portugal. Okay. Yeah, so okay, he good, lived in. Good, he, he, good, he, he, good. Now, my, fam- my other family, <laughs> Regal Bavarians, came over here. <laughs> Drinking Bush? Yeah, yeah. They, they came over here on that deal. Actually, Eating Bush? That's and a, I don't, don't want to besmirch my family name, but I think that we were an offshoot of the family tree where someone stepped out on their marriage and hooked up with some hot little last. Oh, South that Broadway. makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. family tree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, there's like there's just a sharp right turn. It's like all these people fucking, you know, fucking wild card. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh a, shit, old Tommy couldn't say it's no. It's like a wonky branch that grows down mm-hmm. and then yeah. back up. Uh, yep. People love those branches. No doubt. Those are the branches with all the characters. You sit on, yeah. Those you're are branches right. with all the characters. You're right. You're absolutely But I think right. about my, my, my grandfather. Why? Right? And because he was kind of a, he was, a, he was an ad man, you know? He was a fucking moving and shaking in the 50s right as recently as 1950 st louis had 857,000 people in it jesus in 70 years that number's been more than cut in half and there are people that live in the city of st louis that think gentrification is a bad deal that think like investment in the city is a bad deal like it's fall like i love fucking st louis i love the old architecture like did you listen you talk to architects walking around downtown like 
St. Louis is a place that architects all over the world like are they they love the architecture that that is downtown St. Louis. I had no idea. I got an uncle that's a fucking architect. Apparently, it's like a it's a mecca for these these dudes like just talking about all of the different styles that happen throughout. Oh, downtown. I could see that because we're the like old, the mix of the West and the East. Yeah, kind of yeah, deal. and like it's so it's this place that architects like. Yeah, just go fucking crazy for it. It was known as a place where people could do like experimental shit for a minute too. Eurosarnum. Yeah, like yeah. that was the whole idea behind the yeah. arch was this whole big thing. You were going to do this contest. That was and, cool. And, and architects all over the world already were vying yep. for business in downtown St. Louis because it was this bustling metropolis mm-hmm. that was open to just a different skyline. And now you look at it and you're like, what the fuck actually happened, guys? I, we, were, we were at fucking uh, Bobby Battlehawk went down. To the to the Battlehawks game, Cacao girl, Cacao. Have you have you driven Cacau. by the have you Cacao girl? Have you been? Oh, even before the Battlehawks, that was the Badlands. It's yeah. Now it's, apparently it's the, the now graveyard. it's now it's turned into the Tent City now. Oh yeah, I did hear that. Like I, I I've driven past it the last few times going to Alton or whatever, and I'm like. When did that? I was just here. Oh, well, when the did north that side of, of the stadium has always been. Dude, it's like, crazy. Be careful. Like, I've had cops when you park your car, they're like, you know where you're parking, right? Yep. Like, go park by Sular. Yeah, don't make my job but harder. Sular is 12 blocks or yeah. eight blocks south. Uh, they're like, no, 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 no. Don't park your car. I'm like, well, that's kind of fun. Um, no, that's uh, the plight of modern cities is. is I mean, it's a fucking whole deal, bud. Which we know. come from the daughter of a sex worker. Thank you, Cass. Corroborate my point. Good. It's a fucking. It's an honest profession, man. It's honest work. My mom's dad was the son of a fourteen-year-old whore who they think got knocked up by a Native American, and that's where her dad came from. That was the story. Was fucking musket. <laughs> I know, I know, right? I know. One of the Cheyenne got it's in my family blood for real, like Montana area and shit. I was like, that's a cool story. How about DC having as you know, many electoral cool horrible in the time? Horrible, yeah, obviously. Sure. Like my grandpa had like a dirt floor shack, but I think that'd be sure. kind of fun. Your house is dirt. Floor. I'm pretty sure there was a your house is dirt floor, man. There was one you side of you can fucking piss. I on feel it. like like okay, so my grandpa Speak came from up. a. My grandpa came from a pretty affluent family on the north side of St. Okay. Louis. My great grandfather okay. was a was a was a was a doctor, okay. and then I'm pretty sure my grandma came from the exact opposite south side of St. Louis, close to the Merrimack River. Yeah, mud shanty. Yeah, made a really yeah. pretty daughter. That's awesome. Really pretty daughter meets you know no, not you know probably tough for them at the time, but looking probably, back on it, looking back probably. on it, pretty. Pretty romantic story. Right. I'm sure, like, he was like, I'm bucking the trends. Yeah. I'm going to marry this gal who's just, and, and provided a great life for her. I just think about moving and shaking 900,000 fucking people. No, really, he, he, he had a bad night, shacked up with this. That's what it was. Like, this crazy broad. I up this loon. And, and she's like, I'm pregnant. <laughs> Take care of I'm, I'm, I'm showing up in front of all your friends. <laughs> your horse is a pussy. Uh, you, can't, you, can, you got a little dick. My, you better get here and fucking talk about this baby. I can see my grandma swinging from the fucking heels like yeah. that. Uh, she, was a, she was a model back in the day. My grandmother was so good. Good on good on Jean. Good on Jean. She Grandma Fuller was from East Memphis. Super poor, super gorgeous. There you go. Oh, 
So. Well, I don't know if you can be poor and gorgeous. I don't think that's a, that's a She thing. had it going for it. It was like a, the classic... Uh, <laughs> uh, the cla- the classic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All you pores are just hideous. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> look Can't that, even look, look at your ass. It's like the day after. This guy's my face is going to melt. Um, I love my grandma. Oh, Coco. here's Mr. Uh, one Up. I have a story that's better. Uh, mom was rich entrepreneur, and dad's side was river rat. Farmers with 10 kids in a single room, dirt room, home by the river. What's up with this? Is that Greek enough for you, Chris? (laughs) (laughs) You know who that is? That's our sponsor, Dennison. That's our guy. From Native Hemp Extract. And if you enter code HOSO. That's my new shirt. Is that Greek enough for you, pricks? I'll make you one. No, you won't. Oh, I I never do. No, you won't. I never do. No, you made me the white, red, white, and blue hat. I did that in that shirt. You didn't make this. 100 million percent. You didn't, didn't you give this to me? Yeah, where do you think it came from? You think I just fucking bought that? No, I thought you found it in Goodwill. No. That's a tree top special right there, bud. Would you make it on purpose? Yeah, it's just, a, it's just a vinyl fucking thing. Somebody ordered it, never picked it up, so I gave it to you. It was in a trash pile. It was in a trash pile. I'm like, I'm giving this to Steve. That's right, thought. I thought it was in a, in a Goodwill bin. Cognitive function setting in, isn't it? Okay, here's my idea, though, for cities. Tell me your idea, bud. Cities are done. Cities are done for. I, I cities are done. Want to agree with you? Yeah. I just don't see it. I don't know if we have the stats, but <clears throat> I'll look it up right now. If people, or maybe you can look it up while I kind of break this down. Are people leaving? No, you're not Mr. One Up, Denison. I was kidding. I was kidding. Are people, I'm. If you ever fucking up, yeah. stop commenting on our morning feed, Denison, I'll, I'll resend your, I will give back your membership. That is hilarious. Am I Mr. One Up guy? <clears throat> Listen, Denison, there's a, there's a difference between having good stories and, you know, like one-upping people. He's got great stories. He's got great all stories. Of his stories. I want to hear great. all the stories. Yes, I do You're never we, don't, we don't hang out enough. And he doesn't even tell the stories often. But maybe if that comment had a little too close to home, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. <laughs> Something maybe to think about. Um, no, Dennison, we love you. For real. I would, I'd listen to all of your stories. I haven't heard enough of your stories. Okay, so maybe who's the asshole now, buddy? Yeah, maybe um, you should tell us more stories. Tell us, tell us, yeah. Just wait till someone comments, and then you can uh, Steve, tell a better are story. Are allowed to vote? Yeah, just dressed Alan, up on my ever, morning five minutes. Ago. Alan, have you ever uh, you ever voted, Alan? Good morning, boys. Have you voted yet? No, no. Okay. I did. I voted for Spunky McJizak. <laughs> He vote for Spunky McJizak. Spunky McJizak. <laughs> I'm not sure I he's mean, pronouncing that right. <laughs> he's got a little. I, I I could see that guy getting a few uh, votes though. Spunky McJizak. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. I think so. Uh, here I'm gonna look it up. I, I, I did. I voted for Spunky McJizak. Oh, Spunky McJizak. There you go. 
People are leaving uh, these major U.S. cities in droves. Okay, that's uh, Why? a recent. Is it because and from all of the podcasts I listen to, which is Joe Rogan and Duncan Trussell, they both mentioned that L.A. is crazy, and their friends in New York are saying the same thing about leaving New York. There was a thing, a fight with someone in Seinfeld that said. Uh, New York is dead, and Seinfeld, I think, got butthurt about it. Like, New York will never die or whatever. Yeah, and it's not going to. <clears throat> Here, here's what has changed, Craig. William Kohler. That and Alexander. with the... I know. That and then... Scott's William, my brother. Um, Maybe you just cool. got us mixed up when you were dreaming about him. <laughs> I know. I always think of... I imagine <laughs> Scotty yeah. here all the time. I, <laughs> I get it. Yeah, Jenny and I have one thing in common. <laughs> <laughs> Always <laughs> 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 our partner with Scott. Um, here's the deal: cities are dead. It's it's the COVID has shown us that people can work from home, and that businesses can still get everything done <laughs> by uh, not having these giant buildings that they have to heat and cool and fill with people and all this stuff. So all of these major high-rise buildings they're, they're, they're unsustainable they're all, we can work yes. from home we can work they're from home. dumb they're a really they look like a really bad idea so you have to figure out it something wild, to do dude. you have that to, is wild it it is completely crazy like every city skyline with major huge buildings if you have a skyscraper now it's a terrible investment yeah, what are you doing what are you doing what are you gonna guy? do with that here's what i think you got to do with it if there's some way to too. convert those into, have you seen those gardens that can grow mm -hmm. like through? And a lot of those buildings, if you open them up, you mm -hmm. can grow food in mm -hmm. a high rise deal. Sure, I think that could be an interesting way out like of it. Like a permacultured skyscraper. Yes, yes. Or you could kind of, I know in our cities, I'm going to take a step further. Learning centers. I think learning centers would be cool to like have a have the office setting kind of be more for kids to where it's art, uh, music. It's kind of a, imagine schools on the level of a skyscraper, you know, vertical farming. Yeah, I was thinking, so I'm, awesome. I'm also, I was, that's funny that you brought that up. Cause I was also they thinking vertical farming, but what I was thinking is, is what you do is you, Mushrooms? you gut all of, all of these interiors. Sure. Out. You just got big open floors, right? Then what you do is you build these pods all throughout it, right? And then what you do, and they do these pods have these, um, you know, pretty big wire situations, cables. And what you do is, is you just slowly round people up and then you put them into this building and then you hook into them and use them as batteries to create all of this internet power we're going to need to work from home. So you can just gather up homeless people, whatever you need to do. You usher them into these uh, skyscrapers and you make these skyscrapers giant functioning batteries to run all of the tech that we're going to need to live uh, 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 an isolated world. Quantum computing is going to need some power. That's just a fact. If you're running quantum computers, oh yeah, you got it's gotta you're going to need got to be like massive hundred negative hundred Celsius to keep those hey, things running. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna actually touch on this maybe for tomorrow's show. This is what I think I'm gonna look up today. But you know how we talked about the new cars coming out in the past show uh, last week. We talked about all the new cars coming out and how Hummer has an electric vehicle. Uh, Mustang is there's an electric Mustang coming out. All of these vehicles are coming out with the electric version. Is electric a better option than gas right now mm. in a total 
uh, some game, uh, like a total some, in, in what in what uh, in what way pollution? Like it, like, because I've I heard, don't think so, man. and I want to look up the thing about lithium batteries because if they're using lithium batteries, apparently lithium mining is horrible. Oh, it's it's pretty rough on the environment, and you're still burning coal to get the electricity to run these power stations. I mean, do you think solar and wind? Just to touch on that for a second, do you think that those are sustainable? Like, because I, I would have to think water, solar, and wind. If we can kind of perfect those or get them, keep perfecting them, that those are the way. You're always going to have sun. You're always going to have wind, and you're always going to have like tidal power. I always think, why aren't more places using tidal power? I guess maybe it messes with the ecosystem a little, but make them like. Our, our coral reefs are dying. Make it. I think there, uh, I think there's some signs that they're coming going back. back? Places, oh yeah. God, that would be so because that documentary was one of the most frightening documentaries. I have to consistently remind myself that documentarians are really good at painting whatever picture it is that they're trying mm-hmm. to paint. You know, because you're right. It, Even it, more it, now that, than that, that, ever. Oh, fuck. I mean, it but ha- that you was, have to be entertaining. That was. Uh, you're right. That was bleak. Checking that out, uh, Alan. Uh, what what would you do with the skyscrapers? Ooh, I said it. The jasm. You could always make the skyscrapers sperm banks. Ooh, I said it. The jasmeister. I mean, it's one thing you could do. You could make them sperm banks if you wanted to. Mm, yeah, you definitely, you definitely could fill get them up a lot, with jizz. Get, get a lot of jizz in those things, man. <laughs> That's our battery. Um, scientists say there are signs that Australia's Great Barrier Reef may be coming back to life. It's gone through two successive bleaching events, uh, once, one in 2016, once in earlier this year. Um, but then there's also uh, an article that says coral reefs always come back, but sometimes it can take tens of thousands of years. So they could be showing signs of coming back, but it could also take tens of thousands of years. I just saw that a Scandinavian country just paid people to use electricity for the second time in history. They have so much wind and hydropower that they had to pay people to burn up the extra juice. Wow. That's one of our biggest issues right now is it's not necessarily creating energy. It's storing it. Right. Like you, we can create abundant wind and, you know, solar power and things like that. But it's, it's when it's. It needs to be available 24 7 so you have yeah. to have these capacitors that store this harnessed energy that's that's one of the big hurdles that they're constantly working on I mean, I've, isn't that one of those problems that if you get some of the you you make it a uh, uh, so, something so important that you get the best minds going on it and you put a team, a few teams like together, to think, and you get it done, man. But that's you that's know, what you do. It's working. Yeah, I know. It, it it it. You're working against people that have resources that are. How much science do you think is halted or balked or or uh, you know suppressed because of the way it's structured with budgets and to keep your budget, you need to keep working. Fair amount. Because I think a lot of it, you know, we'd be living in such a, a more advanced age. If it wasn't so based on because it's hard for scientists to get funds and it's amazing to see what Sue Sisley has had to go through trying to do what she's trying to do. If she's received that much resistance Mm -hmm. from what she's trying to do, Mm -hmm. then what are what would do any of these other studies? You know, if you're not studying something that's going to make someone a buttload of money at the end, then what are you even doing? Something like um, I'm laughing at uh, the conversation you were having on Twitch while you were on the shit. Oh, you didn't see that? I didn't. I saw nothing of that. 
So <laughs> I guess maybe because the chat uh, line was buried during Ooh, the commercials. Part of a larger story about people harnessing the energy of the Earth's core fiction, but that's pretty freaking cool. Oh, is this about the people Heather being Hausman. Molten sodium batteries, bro. Molten sodium batteries? I See it. Dennis and I would love to learn more about that. What are molten sodium batteries? Um, this day in history. Molten U.S. Salt President <laughs> Richard Nixon, speaking on TV and radio, Genius. asks the silent majority of the American people to support his policies and the continuing war effort in Vietnam. Boy, I can't see how you lost a fucking Carter like that, bud. What I missed him. Was it Ford? It was Ford. Oh, that's interesting. Ford, Ford. No, he stepped down. Ford took over for, he didn't lose. How did people vote for Vietnam? Um, Ford motor company pioneered the batter, the molten salt battery. How about that? How about that happening? What's going on? <laughs> We're not listening to anything. <laughs> well, Ford Motor Company pioneered the battery, the molten salt battery in the 1960s. And then you were talking about Ford too, weren't you? I was talking about Nixon. Oh, Gerald oh, Ford. Ford. Gerald Ford. Yeah, I wasn't listening. That's obviously. Right. obviously. That's what we do, bud. But yeah, Ford. Two different Fords, but <laughs> the same word nonetheless. Craig? Yeah, man. You want to know this day in history? I am Googling it, Dennison. No, I don't. I never want to know. This Why? It's brought to us by Bungeon Property Group. Is it? Yeah. Yes. Yes. It is. All right. I want to get 1992. Arkansas Governor Bill William Jefferson Clinton is elected 42nd President of the United States. Is that going to be all of yours today because we're yeah, so close? We're, to- it's election day, bud. We had a bunch last night, too. Okay. Don't. It's uh yeah, bud. It's election day, bud. You what think you there's to gonna be blood in the streets? I do. Still asleep? Okay. I definitely think there's gonna be blood in the streets. We'll talk. Who is that, Mizuki? Mizuki Time? Ms. Kitty Me. Oh, Miss Mizuki Me. I I thought I people had. I thought we had a little culture. I thought we had our Japanese following. Miss Mizuki Kitty Me. Mizuko ketamine. Yeah, I, that's what it was. I had ket, I had K on the brain. <laughs> oh shit! Little kitten. I had a little kitten on the brain. <laughs> little crazy little, little kitten. Meow meow. Got a little Missed kitty on the brain. Meow meow. Kitty me. Got a little kitty on is. the brain. That's Grace. Oh no, it's not. hundred percent. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It is, bud. Activision Blizzard made 1.2 billion for microtransactions in just three months. Fuck! Are you serious? Uh, can you throw me up the uh, tech tech news background? Look, yeah, I sure can. Let me ask you something, pal, Popo. Yeah. Let me ask you something, Popo. There you are. Uh, I know that you could like you know that's been like uh for Epic like that's a Fortnite model like. <laughs> Kids can buy skins. Kids can buy that. Are we talking about like World of Warcraft? World of Warcraft made it kind of popular to be buying, you know, shit online. Uh, Call people, of Duty. Call of Duty. What the fuck can you buy in Call of Duty? Oh, skins and guns yeah. and yeah. I bought one one time. Did you really? Well, it was like ten dollars, and some of it's going to the Australian wildfire thing. And the guy looked like an Australian. That was pretty great. 
<clears throat> Activision Blizzard has. Well, that's. Reported. I mean, that's that's awesome. That's a good use of, of. Oh, I don't know how much was actually going there. It was just something I talked myself into to making me think I was good. It's like a change.org thing. I'm sure. You know, I hope some of it went there, but who knows? I'm sure it did. But... Activision Blizzard has reported new financial numbers for the July September period, and it was a gigantic quarter for the gaming publisher. One section of the company's business that did particularly well was microtransactions. For a three-month period, Activision Blizzard made $1.2 billion from microtransactions, which are called in-game netbookings. This is a dramatic 69% improvement over the same period last year when Activision Blizzard made $709 million from in-game netbookings. Okay, so what exactly is a microtransaction? That's just like, well, I'm going to pay an extra $0.99 cents real quick. Like, is that the deal? Like, in-game purchases? Um, Activision's Call of Duty franchise was a bright spot. Um, let's let's look up exactly uh, what yeah, a micro I can, tra- I can jump on that if you want to. Yeah, I know. If you're fucking hanging me out to dry, why don't you just look up the fucking... You got a computer in front of you, bud. I don't know if this... I wish this article had all the answers, yeah, but very small financial tra- transaction conducted online. So it's probably like 99 cent skins. I'm just there. trying to think because there's... I haven't played in a while, and there's sets you can buy that are $9.99 and $10.99, but I'm not sure about the micro. What's a micro Yeah, okay, so it's a business model where users can purchase virtual goods with micro payments. Microtransactions are often used in free-to-play games to provide a revenue source for the developers. While microtransactions are a staple of the mobile app market, they're also seen on PC software and Valve's uh, Steam digital distribution platform as well as console gaming. So the idea is, is hey, we're making more and more games free to play. Uh, and where we're going to make our money is by selling you uh, little things to enhance the experience. So is that everything? Because they're only like 10 bucks. Is that a microtransaction? Oh, yeah, I would think so, yeah. I, it's all of the purchases you yep. would make in a free to play game. <clears throat> yep, yep, that's it. So... Uh, you know, the battle it's, pass, it's so battle passes. It's so, and I, you know what? I'm happy to like, <clears throat> and to get coins and, and, and money, well, yeah, V bucks, games, things like yep, that. No yep. doubt. Yeah. Anything that you can wow, just get a wow, couple. Wow. One, wow. one point, how much? Two, one point, one point two, three, three, 1.3 billion in a quarter. 1.2 billion from July to September. Fuck. Woo, buddy. And we're, we're talking about going to Twitch. We see there are thousands of people watching gaming channels. The most random gaming channels of all time. They're just, they're just tuned in to people uh, watch or streaming games. What, what, what do we got there? $13,333,333.33 a day. Ooh, buddy. That ain't too bad. That ain't too bad. So that led me on to, uh, which I, I assume everyone being at home probably helps, um, but I don't see this number really. I see it increasing probably or staying about like this for a while. Yeah. You know, I'd say some of this is attributed to us all being at home, but yeah. still. Good morning, butt honey. Oh, is, is that a reference to our mom skit last night? It's okay, little honey butt butt. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good morning I'm to sure you, Terry. Good morning, Terry. Uh, Pay to to win, baby. Yeah, so, you know, my kids playing Fortnite or whatever, we've talked about it. You know, I mean, 
I'm a, I, I can make some space for that. I like that the battle passes once every, I don't know, quarter. You know, like I, I, four times a year I can give you 10, 20 bucks for, you know, whatever. If, if a thing that you're going to be spending hours upon hours upon hours of entertainment on, fine. I'm good with that. But it's hard, you know, we've talked about how, like, it's hard to get our, like, considering where we came from with gaming, and it's like, it's this whole fucking old, like, I used to walk fucking both ways in the snow up a hill, and when my shoes wore out, I wore the boxes. Like, it sounds like that. But it's also, like, Fortnite is especially perplexing because, like, the things that you buy don't actually improve the gameplay. It is literally all like just for looks like it's it's all about uh, uh oh, yeah. customizing your digital <clears throat> avatar i call so it that you, dresses you for your yeah it's for dolly. your dolls it's dresses for yeah. your dolls right yeah. and that's really trying to shame them that's strange yeah well because it's so shameful to play with dolls well yeah i'm just trying to like uh, one old school thing can i just have can one I, thing give me one from, give me one thing from the days of yore i did give me one thing where i, I watched it I'm, I'm in this fucking <laughs> facebook group called uh this is fey propaganda if i've ever seen it and it's like it's uh it's just all these pictures of people finding things in the woods or whatever where the where the fey are essentially trying to coax us into their their evil little plot and uh Somebody made this passing comment. It was funny. It was like it was this gal. She was dressed up in a in you know a, a fairy uh, cosplay, and the guy's like uh, you know he's like I followed this. He's like I followed this gal to the river. Next thing you know, I'm tied up, and all of them are are, are torturing me. And this girl's like, do us a favor and stop following pretty girls. That shit is uh, freak you for real. Like, and he's like, I don't do I have to explain in make believe land that you know the fairy was coaxing me to the river like do we have to do that now like she was shaming him for being like a guy that would follow a pretty girl to the fucking river like yeah. all of these different mythologies she's a fucking idiot <laughs> beat your fucking head and put it in a door jam and slam it on your head a hundred times you fucking idiot good morning everybody good morning. uh ps5 and virtual reality how will virtual reality happen on the new playstation 5 have you seen that I've seen the PS5. I have not seen. I do. I want to get. I want to get a VR. It's set for a 2020 holiday release. Um, it there. There are rumors saying that the new PS5 is going to redefine immersion in gaming. Okay, they're being kind of tight-lipped right now with it. Um, <clears throat> but they said uh, more. Many VR games are like uh, kind of like the uh, imitation roller coaster shit right now, but now they're gonna start. You're gonna start seeing some of these game these game developers start building games, and even we're gonna be in a world where you can develop a game, put it online, use somebody else could use the virtual reality, so everyone is steer it. You know, building Minecraft worlds for each other that they. Dude, I am fucking so into it, a buddy. <laughs> There are, dude, I watched, uh, I think it was Android Jones. I can't remember which one of the psychedelic, you know, visionary artists I was following, but like, that's what they, that's what they do. They go in to this space and their, their canvas oh, but. is yeah. all <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the most talented yeah. fucking artists know. in the I'm, world are like, yes. oh, I can just do this and yeah. I can pick any, I don't have to blend, I can pick any color. <laughs> Uh, out of this fucking RGB fucking... Uh, 
It's crazy. And then like okay, you're swiping. Okay, no, I'm fucking getting juiced up. I'm all boned up, bud. I'm all humping away. No, no, I got tech news. Tech news has got them all boned up. Can't wait to get my dick sucked in VR. Who is developing a blowjob machine? Let's get rich, baby. Oh, if you think you're the first I, one. How do you know my nickname? The blowjob blow machine? The bloge. They call him the bloge. Forgot I was on Facebook where people can see what I say. <laughs> Oops, sorry about That's that. our sponsor, Native Hemp Extra. I'm watching you guy on fo- my phone on Facebook and Twitch. Good job, Grace. Get those numbers up. Get those analytics. Everyone could do that. That would be great. Oh, see, you learn from the best. Native Hemp Extra. You learn from the best. That was a hand model. For all those people that wanted to see a little short pudgy. Oh, that's so funny. He said it on Facebook and then on Twitch. <laughs> down. Just to say, oh, people can't see that I'm on Twitch here. They'll never be able to put together that D collared 86 is the same as Denison collared on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're giving my full name. Oh, shit. That's D. Collard. And my birth year. That's, is that his birth year? Just uh, breaking news. Gordon yeah. Food Service Store. Hot prices on grocery essentials. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. Oh, no, everybody packing up on essentials. Because the world's going to burn. World's going to end. Go get your turlet paper today, guys, because... If okay. Joe so, Biden's elected, there ain't going to be no shit paper on the shelves because you're all going to stay at, stay at home. Have you seen... Man. Have you seen the <laughs> Spider-Man game for PS4? I have not. Pretty neat. Like oh, it's maybe I have. I'm sure you've seen yeah, that yeah, was yeah. the one they yeah, were kind of yes. showing off a little bit whenever you kind of see something. Uh <laughs> incognito motherfucker. Um and there was a scene that took fifteen seconds to load on the PS4. Right now it'll load with the new PS5 in 0.8 seconds. Jesus. So with a console packing that much power, imagine how quickly a fully fledged open would and could load on a PS5. While the visuals in PS4 VR games right now are just kind of blockish. A little bit. Um, on the PS5, you could be seeing VR experiences that are breathtaking in detail. Because that's the, that's the thing. When you put them on, it's very... It's like the very first video games, you know, where it's like, oh, this is, you know, very pixelated kind of. When they start picking that up, Popo, and you pop those on and it's as real as this looks. <laughs> okay. I, I, dude, Put I know. Put me in a battery pod. Did you do it to me? No. Are you do- you lingering? Is no. it your muff? It's my mustache. <laughs> it rubbed up against that muff. And Imagine how fast. <laughs> it's got a little stink in it. Go read that last comment. I want to get a oh, PS4. Before that. Oh. Imagine how fast you can get your dick sucked in VR. <laughs> He's well, on like, one today. Like yeah, we're like, going to, babe. There's all kinds of people creating. There's, there's uh, I think, maybe Ramin Nazar. Because I want to play, too. Uh, I feel like... I can't remember who it was exactly, but there's a bunch of people that are creating like DMT verses in the virtual reality space, which is pretty cool. Um, and I think you'll also see a rise in movies that are going to be VR. So say there's a movie built in VR. Oh, you want to sit in this chair at the Red Wedding? 
Okay, cool. Well, that means you can sit right here and take it in from right here. Oh, you want the to NBA sit? got out in front of that and got oh, it man. to where you could sit courtside for a basketball game. That was, I mean, we and talked about that. That's pretty gosh for, damn cool. And I feel like for concerts, like that's the play, right? You do like a live aid concert or something when they're all when when you get all the greats out there. It's the hardest ticket in the world to get. There's only one show. It's across the world. Ooh. They sell virtual tickets, and no matter and and you've got call it you know five. Five different choices. You can be front row. You can be in the lawn with people. Just, yeah. You can move around. Yeah. And you're there for the live music experience with a bunch of other digital avatars just fucking, oh, you, have, you know, like, showing each other your monkeys. Like a, a little monkey, my little <laughs> monkey. When uh, we'll be able to, I always wanted the blues to, when sometimes when they would go to the power play, they'd give you that view from behind mm. high above the net. Give me that view the whole game Give me the sometimes. view, Give babe. me that view. I, I would like to be in control. I said the only way ESPN can save themselves is if they give you a digital landscape where you can kind of control the scenes. You don't need a director anymore telling you exactly which uh, uh, screen to watch, which camera view. You don't need that anymore. What we need is our own way to watch the game, and mm -hmm. that way when I'm watching the game, I can see from Yachty's view. I can see from yeah, center I field. I can see from right Just field. Just let me toggle. I can, yeah, I let can me see. The replay myself when I want to. We're getting there. all I need you to do is hit me with some facts and figures on the side, like you still do. Right? Yeah. That's all Just I like need. Like Amazon Prime does with fucking mm -hmm. with, with their movies. You ever oh, see that? Like we're gonna do Twitch pause? watch parties too. Yeah. So that's movies. one of the benefits of being on Twitch. On Twitch, we can have a watch party with Amazon. If Prime. you are also a Prime member, we can host watch parties and like there's great movies and shows on there. We could do like a book club, but with the show, right? Just come together and everybody. Uh, get yeah, to, yeah Dennison, we'll do that Hell for yeah. sure. We'll do that for sure. Yeah. Um, but I was just thinking about on Prime, like the awesome Terrence McKenna documentaries, Dude, the there's plant so medicine much. documentary. There's, I mean, we can get deep in the weeds on an alien talk, do a mystery, excuse me, mystery science theater three thousand type deal. We'll, where we'll we're try like, it out today. Let's try it out today. I'd we'll like give to it a go. I like to do it this test evening. Run. Let them know. Let them know. I can't do it this evening. What time are you thinking? Well, I was thinking just try it here oh, because okay. that way we have the cameras and okay. stuff. Because it does do your webcam. You have to go live. Whatever you choose to with do. With it. Okay. Whatever you choose Whatever to do. Whatever you choose okay. to do, pal. Uh, Marvel has an Iron Man VR uh, bundle where you can suit up and play as Iron Man. That's dope. In the VR world. Um, I mean, those will be the leaders. Everybody who makes games like that will be like, oh, Because cool. I think uh, Spider-Man is still uh, owned by Sony. So I'm it sure is. They'll, they'll, yeah, they'll it do. is. Uh, and right now the games are like Trover saves the universe. There's a Star Wars Squadrons, Half Life, um, no 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 Man's Sky looks really surprised wild. at how in sync the two shows are. Nothing live YouTube on TV and Facebook on phone. Okay, oh really? Right on. Uh, <clears throat> oh, see, nothing like probably. See, this is uh, like what it looks like very pixelated right? for the. Mm -hmm. uh, but what. <clears throat> also got better about the PS5 is you have dude that is one of the fun ones when you get to cut the, stuff yeah but the uh, you hold two things HTC in your hands. Uh, they're getting better Vive had that right like uh, they that was what Duncan Trussell in the beginning said where they kind of yeah Oculus was yes. Oculus was late to the game on the hand controls yeah Beat Saber is the one where you're hitting the oh I've seen a lot of people have a gr great things to say about that that one's neat as hell dude yeah. I mean it's just like all those dancey games dude I'm with it put me in the box against Randy Johnson. I'm taking I'm taking the fucking big unit. I'm taking them long, bud. Oh, have you ever? Let me take a little BP. Do you remember the fucking thing down by the science center? 
oh man, this is a blast from the past. Do you remember there was like a white dome down at the science it's, center? It's their expo. Whenever they would do an expo, they put it in that white dome. But it was it was this sports thing. It was a sports thing where you went there and they and had, they had like, a projection of the picture. You could play hockey, and I forget who was in net. net Ron Hextall yeah. or something. Yes. But, you know. and they projected it yes. on there. There was a basketball, and there was all kids in there. They yeah. had like, you play like games of knockout. You yes. just were competing against all of these kids. I yes. remember my dad taking me. It was the fucking greatest day of my life. And you get to take BP against fucking Randy Johnson, whoever you know, or whomever. Yeah, there's Tom Glavin was. Well, in there. did what you a, did you they move that to Bush Stadium? Oh, really? Not Afterwards. Okay. So you, when you went to Bush Stadium, you went into this dark tunnel, and you picked from a computer who you wanted to to bat against. And I'm, I'll never forget me and Matt Ship, or me, I'll never forget me and Matt Ship, I think, or Kevin Benson. It was Randy Johnson and Roger Clemens. And I mean, it was intimidating. Well, because you're also ball, trying to time off of the fucking. The ball came out of a, a, a X where the a screen, hole yeah, in the screen where their arm was going to be. And yeah, and just and I mean, it was crazy, dude. That thing couldn't have been safe. Uh, a couple things here. Art's task is to save the soul of mankind, and everything else is a, is dithering while Rome burns. Because if the artist who is self-selected to journey into the other. If the artist cannot find the way, then the way cannot be found. Terrence McKenna. I would 100% do a VR concert. We talked about that Travis Scott thing and the You other. talked about the, the, the how silly it is to have skyscrapers. Uh now I feel like sports being you know how live audience uh you know really does add to oh, the no, experience. Oh no, you have to have the underground matrix party that they yeah. have in what is that matrix 2? Where yeah. it's like a wild underground cave. That's yes. one of my favorite things. So that's great. where I want to live. It's like that. so great. That, and everyone, you need that still. We <laughs> that's still a fucking, need. That's that's my. That's what I think of every time we throw a party, bud. Is like get the fucking that's drums right. out. Start banging the fucking drums. Everybody get sweaty and let's rub our fucking privates together. Gets my That's fucking, what we do. Gets That's my fucking loins pumping, bud. Skyrim <laughs> VR, that will blow my head off because I love Skyrim. I, I didn't get into the too much. Oh, but. I lost. Well, it came to me at a good time. That was when <clears throat> I actually started watching my brother play it because it just seemed like a lot to take on. <clears throat> Look at Resident Evil. That's Jesus, saying, buddy. It seemed like a These lot to take on. These are all the ones on, coming out. You know, and... Uh, so I watched my brother play for a while. This was when my dad was sick, so we just get roasted and fucking. We're all into fantasy, you know what I mean. So like watching someone play through this giant open world of Skyrim was as the the the, the plot lines and everything. They were fucking entertaining. I was into it. Well, then I kind of started playing a little bit. Man, I got I got into it. I got hours. <laughs> I got hours in fucking Skyrim, bud. Uh, did you know Facebook teases a vision of remote work? Using, using augmented, augmented and, and virtual, virtual reality. Hmm. Right on. So, but talking about like, like concerts art, that's a, a solid use for like these online events and everything. Let me at least be there. Let me at least sit in on this action, you know? So. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm just asking you to let me sit in on it, bud. I mean, let me sit on it. Let me sit on it. Let me sit on it. Baby, baby, let me sit on it. 
Do, 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 do. Um, now, this led me to the next question. What's your right? guys' question, Shooter? What is virtual reality going to look like in education? Oh, am I? I'm not on the internet. Well, anymore. I think that it's... Did we all lose internet? No. We're good. Are you it on got, the internet? It got me, too. You're not on the internet anymore? Huh. Our show? Our show's Uh-oh. still on. Yeah, we're plugged into the hardwire, bud. Uh-huh. All right, maybe our Wi-Fi just went down. It's fine. Wi-Fi, that... Uh, I'm going to sign on the lows. Hopefully, guys, if you still have us, uh, hopefully you get to keep us. I miss concerts. I really do miss concerts, man. I miss concerts. I make so a lot much. of time for concerts. I think I'm going to... I'm gonna Every year I go see El Monstero at, at uh, Christmas time, I, I think I just got to make it happen. I just yeah. got to do it, man. It's, you just, do. it's just my thing. Um, <clears throat> well... So what I was going to bring up here is virtual reality will eventually hit the classrooms. And we're already kind of almost there, there are studies from this is from like Omni University, whatever it's going to. Oh, no. Omni University is the first university that's going to be oh, full. V, is going to be full VR. OK, you're going to see a college that is full immersive VR and that's it. OK. Uh, Ed, <clears throat> virtual reality <clears throat> virtual right. reality and education an overview education is driving the future of vr more than any other industry outside of gaming here's why virtual reality gets such high marks for tutoring stem development field trips and distance education now do you think there's a you know are they just feeding us a bunch of cr- crap here probably um but you see here's here's a platform i'm going to show craig the picture of what this could look like and how weird is that because it's very sims like i'm a hundred percent with it as long as my kids aren't hitting me up for fucking money to change the way they look in the classroom <sighs> oh yeah i mean i'm sure it's you'll gonna have happen. to pay a bunch it's gonna happen it's gonna happen um people all around the world who are trying this have you know where they haven't had the benefits of being able to go to school and stuff where they're trying to uh, test the VR market where it's distance learning. Mm-hmm. It has changed uh, a lot of things. And now we're starting to see scientists work on um, actually studying how kids learn in this VR space. And uh, they're learning with like art and uh, field trips. Kids are getting like a very immersive experience and just taking to it. And when you can talk about a place where a battle took place where you can talk about uh one of the ancient wonders Mm -hmm. and you can walk your students around oh okay you're miss frizzle now you want to go inside of a body i think this is where everybody we're going to learn about the human body let's go ahead put your vr goggles on we're going to go inside steven stay out of his wiener (laughs) right like yeah you would definitely be in his wiener Hole, you like would definitely be and then I put my wiener. barbs out and then I put barbs out like this and like you're not getting me out of your urethra bud once I'm in here I'm in here <laughs> once I'm, I'm like one of those little fish that lives in the Amazon that's fair thank you um I did have a study here but you know I all good I'll tell you what bud uh yes, I did have we're a study right, we're right up against it are we yeah we're right up against it uh why don't we go to a commercial break um, and uh, it's fucking exciting. It will be designed 
to help raise engagement and increase knowledge retention for students of all ages. Yeah, that's what the study said. I wanted to get some actual figures, but the study said when they're seeing kids be immersed, like when you can learn about math Mm -hmm. and totally, uh, here, let me abstract, put it what the X is. Let's let's go ahead and figure out a way the kid can see it. I feel like what you need to do there I, what is, do I need to do? Well, with, do with, this, with do? this particular technology, like I think that this is where certain educators can really set themselves apart. So I wonder if you can't write these programs to where they are kind of uh, automated in a way. And then if a kid has a question to further on it, then you have an educator come in to kind of. Uh, you know, answer or maybe the AI is good enough that it could answer the question that the kid is asking. No, but like, no, that's, but I feel like I mean, you got to have some humans. I agree to, to to an extent. I agree, <laughs> <laughs> except you know, some teachers aren't great. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'm sure some of the AIs aren't yeah. Gonna be great either. Yeah, I'm totly. That's what I'm saying. But I'm wondering, Alan's like, ridiculous. That's also true. <laughs> uh, you know, I feel like you know there were some things that uh, you know we're all able to learn and. In uh, in conjunction, sound. Did we lose sound? Sound. We, we got perfect sound. Um, here. showing sound here. Let me we see. Here. Sound. Let's see here. That's also true. Nope, it's That's just also her. True. Oh, just That's... me. She says. Oh. All right, let's do this. Let's. All right, one more, one more little thing, real quick. You got it. About the Omni uh, Versity, the first university uh, in VR. Uh, born from the insatiable desire to ac- access forward-thinking education in a playful, immersive, uh, sensorial, holistic manger- uh, manner. I'm just going to read you this. The library, bro? Omniversity is, above all, our manifesto for holistic education by bringing together the most innovative minds in education, arts, technology, science, storytelling, and game design. We are hoping to form not only a pioneering community of ex- experiential-minded is that right? Experiential? Yeah. Minded yeah. students, but rather to facilitate a community of visionaries that might dare to advance humankind. They're talking about putting all the brightest world thinkers in this virtual reality space I love and letting them try to figure some of this stuff out, buddy. I and I think that's the answer to all of the bullshit we have going on in the world. I can always trace it back. I'm always a guy who's like, well, well what's the problem? Well, what caused that problem? Huh? Well, what caused that problem? Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it's ignorance. You get back to the part where they're like, either it's will for, will for, will willful ignorance. ignorance, or it's like loyal ignorance, where you say, I don't care what you said, Craig, to these people. You might be wrong. I got your back, bud. Like, mm-hmm. I'm now wrong. I don't care. I love you. I got your back. Yeah. And a lot of it boils down to some sort of ignorance or greed to where when we're, when we're getting our, our problems solved and the algorithms are feeding us mm-hmm. and figuring out how we can disperse energy and food, we can start getting to that next plateau, yeah. man. We I, can. We can advance as a society. Sometimes I, uh, I, don't think that we ha- we do. I don't think we have a chance of seeing it sometimes, but then other times I think about what's really taken place in the last 10 years, and I'm like, we might. oh, we might. We might. We might, and it actually might come a little bit quicker than, than we even 2041 than we even is supposed to be the AI. I mean, we're figuring out quantum computing right mm-hmm. now. Like it, now, like you said, it's a way of figuring out how to harness the energy. Fucking A. And I have some sexy and some drug stories right for this next hour, big baby. Stick around. These are our sponsors.
We're talking vibes. <laughs> We're talking dillies and vibes. Dillies and vibes. Hour three. See Put you on the, the other side. To, to Put school. the kids. Hang on, man. Let's do this first. The kids are not in school today. They're not? No. Because of election day? Yeah. All the schools are polling places. Are your kids in school? My kids are virtually learning anyway. But yeah, I think so. Yeah, I know. I think the, they would be anyway. Even the kid. Really? Uh-huh. It's kind of interesting. Really? Yeah. You did, did, uh, was St. Boniface a polling place when you were a kid? We'll talk about it on the other side of the break. No. It wasn't. Resurrection that's, was. Merrimack Hall, man. It's not. I don't. Who they had people coming in and out of the school. That's, no, we're, we got Dilly talk on the other side. We're not going to talk about it. if your grade school was a polling place. Well, let's stick around. Stick around for dildos, r- man. Riveting polling place from our youth. Or dildos. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Hour three. I played it last time. I can do it again here in a little bit. Play play, play on it. Okay, fine. Hey, this is Ms. Marketing and Adam Bundren. Adam Bundren's coming in this week probably to talk to us. I'm going to tell him to come in maybe Wednesday. Is tomorrow? Not, he is tomorrow? That he can turn right That's the tomorrow. Fuck and get the fuck uh, out of here. Um, and Ms. Marketing is going to... It's going to make all our dreams come true. It's going to make our dreams come true. Oh, hey. It's Adam McChesney with Ms. Marketing. We specialize in lead generation. Filling your pipeline and taking care of your payments. Give us a call today. Adam from Ms. Marketing took me from 10 leads to 300 leads in a month, and I became the strongest boy in the schoolyard. He increased the revenue for my uh, fit charter fishing business by 30% in one month. Ms. Marketing. What was that Facebook algorithm? What was that Instagram? Ms. Marketing. I know it's late, baby, but you got me thinking about my dream home. Yeah, girl. You know, Bungeon Property Group doesn't just sell houses, they sell dreams. You know when the best time to talk about dreams is? In the middle of the night. That's why Bungeon Property Group is famously open 24 hours a day. So you can whisper sweet nothings in the middle of the night. Oh yeah. Tell me all your dreams of white picket fences. In-ground pools. And I'll find them for you. In an area with a low crime rate. Just proximity to nice parts. Walking distance to the grocery store, easy access to the highways, a place where you can offer a quality education to your children, all while feeling safe in your front yard while they play. Let me talk that dream house talk to you. Let me be your dream realtor. We need to clean that up a little bit. We'll send it today. Because the editing's dog shit on there. Yeah. <laughs>
I don't fucking think you're changing that fucking text color because it ain't happening. Uh, get us out of tech news and gizmos and gadgets. Oh, are we done with the tech news and gizmos and gadgets, buddy? <laughs> yeah, we are, buddy. Uh, it's the glove squeaks that get me. I know. That's, we had a <laughs> one of my favorite parts, too. Orange gloves. Space-based solar collectors. I love that. I hear everything okay. Oh, just me on the on the thing. Craig. What? Uh, this day in history. Uh, 19. Uh, I won't read that one. Staying away from that Nope. Jenny just got done voting two hours. Took her two hours. Took her two hours? Yeah. Was she listening to our show the whole time in line? Oh, yeah. Good for her. Why is that your first question? Because I don't give a fuck who she voted for. I'm asking if she's supporting the shit that matters. Oh, yeah, and paying the fucking bills. That's what I'm. <clears> that's what I'm. I can't believe but. they let women vote. To be honest with you, I mean, I'm still like, what? It's crazy to me. On this day in history, 1935, left-wing groups in France formed the Socialist and Republican God, Union. You got to find a better website with just some like actual interesting stuff. Like for real, you got to find a better. No, I like I like throwing. It's the worst. I like throwing fucking right here. Let, let me oh, give you a it was a day a uh, politician from nowhere oh, said nothing. On this day in history, 1952, Roseanne Barr, comedian, actress, producer, best known for born. starring in the TV series Roseanne, born. was born. Yeah. Well, now we're gonna get a celebrity's birthday. Jeez. Us, bud. Come on. Come on. Come on, Patrick Henry, or whoever you're proposing to be right now. All right, fine. You want you want a good um, I want a good one. On this day in history, seventeen eighteen. John Montague, fourth Earl of Sandwich no. and inventor of the sandwich, was born. No. no. <laughs> he invented the sandwich. In 1718, bud. There was never a sandwich before 1718. <laughs> Sandwich was invented today. <laughs> it's, it's National Sandwich Day. Yeah. So you tell that broad to get in the kitchen, make you a sandwich. Yeah, right. I'm going to make my text. wife a sandwich today. Are you? Yeah. That's so hot. Fuck yeah, You're going to be shirtless like you are? We have a great picture on our Discord server in our general tab. Yeah, what's uh, going on with that? It's like you, you caressing my face as I'm shirtless. Oh, it's my mom. <laughs> and your mom touching your face as, as I'm shirtless. shirtless. Really strange. As you're shirtless teen. Really a strange thing. Cleopatra was one crafty lady. Before the era of advanced technology and sex toys, legend has it that the pharaoh created her own makeshift vibrator by filling a gourd with angry bees and letting them do their thing. <laughs> <laughs> Never had a gourd filled with angry bees inserted in you. Are you a living? Have you even? I'm lived? into it. Let's oh, say that I, a rogue, let's say that a rogue bee gets out of that joint, stinks it up, plumps up a little bit. I think this is this that's is a, this is a multi this is a multifaceted. That's when you bring the stone carvers in to take a picture of your junk when it's all stung up by what? bees. There are people, no joke, that do that. They no put joke. They, no joke. <laughs> put know. bees on their wiener and sting it up. You think you can handle a bee sting to the ding? Hell yeah! Ding dong. You, you know that video? You get a bee sting to the ding dong, bud. That video is my dad. That guy getting his balls punched. <laughs> so can we show that on here sometime? No, but we can show people's reactions. I think I think I know how we can do it. I think if we black box it. Oh, maybe. I think we can black box it. I think. Guys, it's the best. Did it's I win the Buttermaker of- and Grinder yet? You're getting real close because last I saw we had 97. 
Oh, really? We need three more people. Put the Twitch thing on there. I mean, Why don't I guess. you do that? Guess I can. Um, not a fact you were expecting to hear today, everyone. <laughs> Me neither. This is from self.com. Um, but thanks to a phenomenal and bizarre super deluxe video, the world can now get a crash course in vibrator history. <laughs> Cleopatra's innovated, alleged gourd situation emerged in, emerged in 54 BC, paving the way for a slew of other female sexual pleasure inventions to come. Fuck yeah, man. In 280, doctors prescribed female it. genital massage as a form of treatment for hysteria. <laughs> yeah, three more to go. But... In what was one of the least surprising moves of all time, they complained that the mes- method was too labor-intensive and even show up. messy <clears throat> and put an end to it. The hand crank, the earliest construct- constructed sex toy, came along in 1890, and it was followed by a number of similar inventions like 1904's gas-powered pneumatic debt willer, and 1920s porn-inspired the Polar Cub Electric. You may want to throw a Google search on some of those. The first vibrator is credited, this is from Elle magazine, the first vibrator is credited to physician George Taylor. In 1869, the vibrator's original purpose was to relieve symptoms of depression and anxiety in women known as hysteria. We're only 150 years away from that. Okay. We're 150 years from thinking that. We're three Sounds generations. Sounds about right. We're three generations from thinking that. Okay. Um, derived from the Greek word for uterus, a mysterious lady part men obviously think makes us crazy. That is what is written uh, here. Documentation of hysteria dates back to the 13th century, but it was... She's got the melancholy. Get the vibe. (laughs) Yeah, but it was Sigmund Freud who relegated the disease strictly to women. Before the vibrator came into play in the 19th century, doctors would simply finger women on their operating tables. Yeah, I would have been such called a great a, fucking doctor. God a, damn it. I would have been like Johns Hopkins, dude. <laughs> I would. This guy is the hysteria cure machine. Yes. He cures hysteria He's fucking, two uh, at a time. He's curing oh, two help, hysteria. Help me. What's, what's his name? Uh, uh, Jonas been, Salk? Yeah, the polio yeah, vaccine. Yeah, yes. That's what this guy is to hysteria, to crazy broads. He's just finger blasting the fucking crazy right out of him. More uh, prank talk, please. This robot is getting all boned up. You're getting the AI all boned up, bud. Um, Jennifer Wright, she's a historian that says vibrators were really invented for the convenience of the doctors treating hysteria. It was exhausting to rub one out manually, so they invented a machine that took care of the problem. Doctors believed they were treating a female illness. They had no idea what they were really facing was sexual frustration. Duh. The most hilarious fact is that vibrators were developed because physicians got tired of giving good hand jobs. And they still did not realize that maybe women weren't getting sexual pleasure out of this, says Wright. Pictured here is Wright has never come in her life. Pictured here is the Arnold, which which is at least not with anyone else's help. (laughs) Which is also marketed as a facial massager to help women preserve their youth. Look at this thing. 
Look at that thing, bud. It is, it for, is this item still available? This is from the 1920s. Uh, babe. Vibra King. We're getting into a whole new world here. I'm starting to vibe vintage vi- vibes. Let's, uh, right. I'll put all these links on our Discord. I'm put them on the Discord guy. because I'm, I'm trying to get hooked up with all the vintage vibes. Oh, for sure. It's, it's actually pretty, pretty cool. In the oh, 1930s. Fuck. I didn't realize that Steve put Monday Night Show on there. I'm what? sorry. Okay. Oh yeah, you don't. Yeah. Uh, oh, buddy. What the fuck ever? Care? They all say Monday Night no, Show. No, no, not the other one. Fucking I have one not for it. Yeah. Just that one. Just that one. Well, we have the other ones. What? What? Have, what? What? Which one did you make? Uh, they which been. They've all make? been deleted out. Yeah. Why? They've why did you delete all the ones I made? Out. I didn't, pal. I actually well, did on accident yeah, you on did. one of them. <laughs> yeah. That was that was completely accidental. I wasn't. I was just as when I was scrambling at six fifty four in the morning. Believe me, I was just as upset as you were. According to Babeland's Museum of Vintage Vibrators, the period between the first machine vibes and the tail end of the Victorian age to the 1930s was really the golden age of vibrator history. <laughs> During this time, lots of innovative models came to the market, sort of like the Massage Master 2. Um, it has three different heads to really <clears throat> work out those sore muscles, Duh. in quotes. Uh, the 1940s, the Andes Vibrator... And it has a girl on there massaging her face for massaging and circulating and stimulating. It's funny that women had to hide, you know, like, I guess they couldn't really put a, put a little coochie on there. Is that, is that a thing? Is that a thing they call it coochie? Is that a- yeah. Uh, a kipper? They probably back then they but probably called lady, her a little kipper. Look at the plastic smile on this lady. She's like, "I'm using this on my face while you guys are watching." And then it, it this looks massagers for my face. It looks like a sander, like a orbital sander that you hold in your hand, but it has a bunch of wow. It's got a lot of uh, nubs. It's got a lot of nubs, rubber nubs at the end of it. I'm not. I don't. That seems excessive. The 1940s saw some clunky designs and uh, the vibes that hit the market in the 20s and the 30s. Marketed as massagers, they were loud and scary and uh, kind of looked like a screwdriver, not something you're dying to put near your genitals. In 1952, the Niagara Handheld Unit 1 was an interesting advent on the models that already existed. Unlike the one-speed-fits-all devices on the market, the Niagara had a button for speed control, <laughs> as opposed to a simple on-and-off switch. In the 1960s is when Norelco gets into the game. You, ri- you, you, you might recognize the vibrator above. It's one of those wand-looking ones. Looks like it's straight up and down, and then the top is just a circle that vibrates Listen, around. I gift Hitachi wands for people's weddings <laughs> exclusively. I'm not kidding. I know you're not. You don't have to say it like that. It's an, it's important, it's an important tool in every marriage. Get a fucking Hitachi wand with and make the, sure that people are fucking taken care of in your relationship. With it's the not. dawn of the sexual revolution in the 1960s, the vibrator's popularity had a rebirth. And the demand among Jezebel, sorry, women soared. As women began taking control of their bodies, so did they begin to search for better toys. The sexual revolution did not see an advent in design, but an amplific- amplification in demand. It was the first time women's pleasure was acknowledged by society. 
All the rest of them kind of look the same uh, as women started to create their own sex toys well, companies. Rabbit. I know, right? And, and they started to create their own companies finally by the 80s and 90s. Um, rather than the scary big ones, man, man designed. Whatever. One of the things they really wanted a vibrator that was designed to focus on clitoral stimulation. First and foremost, enter the Fuku Oku. The giant saddle vibe is a Sibian, my man. The Fuku Oku, one of the <laughs> is one, just a little, just a little. Uh, I'm patriotic today, man. I'm also uh, edu- educating these fucking prudes, these Quakers. One of the very first finger vibes aimed at clitoral stimulation. <laughs> that went well. Yeah. Uh, in the 21st century, that's when you see sex toys starting to get a stylish. Upgrade. Women weren't allowed to come until the early 60s. Pretty much. They're not allowed to come without permission anyway. If you so know. it's an inspiring time because now more than ever, you are seeing women create their own Yeah, there's a whole toys. Netflix show about it with Jane Fonda. Hanoi Jane, you ever heard of her? Anti-American? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I almost got into a fight at a VFW. Fucking one of the best days of my life. <laughs> in a VFW bathroom. This guy's just trying to piss on Jane Fonda's face, and yeah. you weren't having it. What, what He said... Jane Fonda, huh? She really fucked our troops. Kennedy signed that bill, then he came on it. Yeah, he goes, man, Jane Fonda really fucked our troops. And I thought he meant all of them. Yeah, that she went over there and, you know. Did the work, man. Like, one at a time. Just fucking opened up shop. Opened up shop. And I go, oh, shit. A true fucking. I go, that's awesome. Good, like, that's good for her. A true USO outreach, you know. He's like, what? I'm pissing on her face. Look. And I was like, like I'm no, not, look at my ding dong. <laughs> I was like, I'm not coming over there. I, you know, and that's at the time when I was like, for, I was new to the yeah, VFW. You, you and a VFW. I was like, new. Yeah, that's so a I was loaded like, guy. I uh, appreciate your service or you know whatever I'm supposed to say. I he's think like, in that. Don't piss in my ear and tell me it's raining, <laughs> and he's boy. Like, no, come over here and Get look. Get over here and fucking micturate on this broad's face. <laughs> Jane Fonda's in the urinal, and I was like, okay. I was like, man, that. I didn't. I still hadn't put it together, and I was like, I knew she had something to do with the war, but I didn't know if it was good or bad. And then I remembered, oh yeah, it was. It wasn't good. It wasn't a. It was uh, not a good Vietnam time. soldiers weren't weren't a, necessarily a fan of her. She wasn't like USO. I mean, she, I, listen, we're not going to turn this whole thing into what she did, but <laughs> okay, okay, but oof. <laughs> yikes, bud. Dude. Hey, listen, she's she's a, she goes to show you you can come back from anything. You can come back from anything in this world. You can have a Netflix special. You can make millions of dollars. You can marry a billionaire. I have to look TV into what magnate. she did. Oh, I'll tell you what she did. There were soldiers that were lined up on TV, this whole fucking glad-handing thing. One of these prisoners gives her a note telling her what's happening to them in the prison. She takes it and then hands it to the fucking VC commander. Like He was secretly giving her a note like, fucking save us. And she took it and gave it to the fucking VC. <laughs> what bullshit? Bullshit. Why are you looking at me like that with that stupid hat on? I'm just saying, this is like you and, and Mike and Seth are always just saying things that you heard like once and not fact checking anything. So I just, I need to. So she was in somewhere where there were prisoners of war. Mm-hmm. 
Why was she at, at a place where there are prisoners? Well, because she was probably a fucking protester because this war has been going on forever. She's so they allowed her in, in Vietnam 100%. with the Viet Cong. <laughs> wow. It is perhaps the indicative. It is perhaps indicative of the divisive nature of U.S. military involvement in the Vietnam War in sixties and seventies that one of the persons most commonly associated with the war was neither a world leader nor a politician, neither a general nor a soldier. Okay, yeah, this didn't tell neither me anything. Fuck you. <laughs> this didn't fucking tell me anything. Did she <laughs> rat out an American soldier in a POW camp? In 1978, the commandant of the USAF Survival School, a colonel, was a former POW in Holo Prison, the Hanoi Hilton. Dragged from a stinking cesspit of a cell, clean fed and dressed in clean PJs, he was ordered to describe for a visiting American peace activist the lenient and humane treatment he'd received. He spat at Miss Fonda, was clubbed, and drugged away. During the subsequent beating, he fell forward upon the camp commandant's feet, accidentally pulling the man's shoe off, which sent the officer berserk. In 78, the Air Force colonel still suffered from double vision, permanently grounding him from the Vietnamese Where's officer's the frenzies part? application. The, where, did she, where did she rat him out? Because he spit on her. There are a few things I have strong visceral reactions to, but Jane Fonda's participation in what I believe to be blatant treason is one of them. Part of my conviction comes from exposure to those who suffered her attentions. <laughs> oh, okay. You're just, you're not giving me I'm looking for it, bud. <laughs> I think you'd be able to find it by now, bud. Although Fonda's actions in visiting North Vietnam were sufficient to earn her the wrath of many Americans in the years since those events took place, they have been embellished to the point that the one tale most commonly associated with her Vietnam trip is an incident that never took place. Okay. A tale about you. Oh, are we going to... Who's, who's fact-checking this? Oh, it's just Snopes. Hang on a second. Let me go find someone here. The real story of Jane Fonda and the Vietnam vets who hate her. Here we go. What the fuck am I going on Snopes for? Those people haven't fucking fact-checked anything. You're going uh, to keep searching. I'm going to military.com. <laughs> military.com. You don't want to trust our veterans, Steve? Is that where you're at? You're on Jane Fonda's team. You're on Jane Fonda's team? I'm just saying that. Jane Fonda's right. hustling vibes on Netflix for old broads. That's who you're fucking standing Wait, with? A I'm a goddamn patriot, I sir. Had, I just had a vibrator story. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jane Fonda, now 77, long regarded as enemy number one among Vietnam veterans because Ho Chi Minh is dead, and even if he weren't, it'd be a close vote. This, this is your veteran saying this. Fonda, Fonda was a prominent anti-war protester in the 70s, focused on the rights of troops while in the military and of those who wanted to resist being drafted. Good for her. She was primarily associated with Vietnam veterans against the war, to which she gave a lot of time and money. It wasn't her money, it was Peter's. Fonda was no more or less a lightning rod for criticism than any other celebrity who spoke against the war during that time, but that all changed in 1972. She went Went to Hanoi that year to tour villages, cities, and infrastructure to show people that this is really a good place where good things are happening. <laughs> well, she was just maybe a series of photos out. of her sitting at an NVA anti-aircraft battery earned her the nickname Hanoi Jane and the undying spite of Vietnam veterans everywhere. There were also rumors she turned over secret messages from POWs to their captors. Her father was probably more than a little disappointed in her. <laughs> there is one thing that happened while in North Vietnam that I will regret. To my dying day, I allowed myself to be photographed on a Vietnamese anti-aircraft gun. She wrote in 2011, years after she fucking betrayed him. I don't fucking care about Jane Fonda. <laughs> I can't do this. Oh shit! 
She made her own money, asshat. Yeah, right. Not in '72, she did, and she was blowing Peter for her fucking check. <laughs> More like I Jane said it. Funda. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. I'm just putting it out there the way that in 2005, a Navy vet spat tobacco at her during a book signing. There are groups why we hate Jane Fonda. Jane Fonda, we spit on your grapes. She's not even dead yet. They already have a page. They have a preemptive page. Jane Fonda, we spit on your grave. Veterans invite Vonda to go to Syria and take photos with ISIS. Even <laughs> Guys, uh, never-ending war is fucking stupid. And in that, Jane and I got a lot in common. Let's bring the boys home. Let's bring, and girls. Let's bring and oh, and, and non-binaries. Oh, let's bring geez. them all home. Let, listen, don't oh, ask, don't tell. He's trying to don't keep, fucking ask, don't tell. He's trying to keep the women more like Jane Funda. Yeah, Jesus, Dennison, that. that must have been rough. It was pretty fucking creepy. They had the same guillotine the French used to execute Vietnam. I don't know what fucking Dennison. Yeah, I know. On we right missed now. it. He's on one. What do you got there? Okay, on to the sex talk here. Thanks for making vibes, Jane. It's a way to make up for your fucking transgressions against the fucking American people. This is from Self.com. If you ever wondered what things look like uh, to your <laughs> vagina mid-bone, you're in luck. A few intrepid researchers decided to film sex from the vagina's point of view, and the result is fascinating. It cannot be fascinating. It just, it can't be fascinating. It's, it's fucking meaty flesh being pushed around by meaty flesh. What's fucking, oh, what's happening? Mandelbro sequences here. What's going on? Maybe. In the segment of this episode, testers attached cameras to one of the woman's nipples. The man's penis. Do one of her nipples? Boy, good one. Nipple cam. Nipple cam. The dude's like, can you imagine that? I'm put on, your, on your nipple. Ma'am, I'm just doing this for work. Please ex- pardon my reach. Pardon my reach. Let me get it hard first. Women's nipples, the man's penis, inside the woman's vagina, and on both people's skin. Once their parts were fully equipped with camera gear, the couple started to have sex. In the missionary position. Mm-hmm. Oh, getting freaky. Thanks to the various cameras, the resulting video has a few different angles. And it's clear that the experimenters were nothing if not thorough. Even though the video's soundtrack is the epitome of a porn jam, it still drops some legitimate sexual the knowledge. The epitome of a porn what? Jam. jam. For example, the a man's... porn jam? What is this? Just... Self. Um, for example, the man's pubic bone can stimulate the clitoris while his penis works the G spot. And when a woman gets closer to orgasm. You're in the <laughs> bank listening to this, Dennison? Put some earbuds in, you fucking miscreant. And when the woman gets closer to orgasm, she may feel the heartbeat in her vagina and a throbbing in her pelvis. Everyone get on the floor! <laughs> This is a robbery! Oh, Jesus. We got him. Um, Maybe you'll put earbuds in next time, you fucking... It also gets into the cool reasoning behind why missionary may make it easier to conceive a child. The semen pools at the cervix... (laughs) I have a goddamn... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it also gets into the cool reasoning behind why missionary may make it easier to conceive a child. The semen pools. That's a pretty good name for a band. The semen pools. <laughs> yeah. I'm going deeper, 
deeper in the semen pool. Down to the bottom, 10,000 semen pools. That's good. The semen pool at the cervix right outside the womb, which gets it a step. Oh, so they got the money shot and everything. They're trying to... Steven in the semen pool. This is just one of the many <laughs> examples of how science can put the whole new spin on sex. Another is a Vox video compilation from 2014 that shows how bananas sex looks from the inside of an MRI machine. How sex with bananas looks? How bananas sex looks from the I inside of it an... It gets mushy with too much aggressive <laughs> Consider these, this proof that human bodies are insanely cool. Oh, he's in the drive-thru. And we're, and we're officially... Read the fucking banknote. Don't put any change in the tube. I'm just helping Dennis and rob this joint. <laughs> You're going to be an accessory. No, I'm not. The sex bucket list, buddy. You got one? Uh, what women really will, really want and <laughs> men's secret <laughs> fantasies. Well, buddy old bear, I'll tell you what, man. Uh, we're going to talk about women just fucking what they want in the bedroom. Little old daddy pony on up here all right um i'm gonna let you guess and i'll let everybody guess at home here they asked <laughs> let me you see think bank robbers ever take the bowl of dum-dums yeah probably yeah, i think so put it all in there um this is they asked a group of people i'm not seeing how many they uh they asked so you don't have numbers on a couple thousand, hundred thousand people. They asked a couple hundred thousand people. Um, what? Don't look. Okay. What women? What women want? What do you think is in the top ten? Rough sex. Mm, uh, bondage. Is that word? Um, no? Okay. No? Okay. All right. Fine. All right. I'll. I'll. Br- I'll. Rough sex specific. is not on there. Well, then fucking just start on a new article. <laughs> <laughs> fucking dumbest shit I've ever heard. Yeah, rough sex doesn't want to be on there. Just tie me up and fucking call me names and maybe blindfold me so I don't know okay, what's well, coming bl- at me. Okay, well, blindfold is one. Okay. And 35% of women say okay. they want to be blindfolded. Uh, pegging. <laughs> they want to peg their uh, their, no, their hetero significant other. Didn't make the top Didn't 10. make it? <laughs> Didn't make the top Extreme 10. fisting. <laughs> not, again, not, again, not gentle not. fisting, not coning. <laughs> I'm talking punching splains. I'm going to say, uh, actually, all uh, none of those. Uh, okay. Three over four, you're over five. Okay, let's know. see. What else here? Uh, definitely foot play. They'd like a, they'd like a stranger to fuck their feet. <laughs> Sex nope. in public. No, not. Um... Uh, number three is sex in an elevator, and number nine is sex on a beach. <laughs> With sex in an elevator at twenty six percent, and sex on a beach at ten percent. Quit looking, dude. You're looking right. Looking, yeah, you're dude. looking right in this direction, though. I, I promise you, I'm not. I, looking I, at I know. This I, fucking I, stupid <laughs> article. That's oh, most. You still need number sex two. Sex in an article. In an elevator. <laughs> an article. I have sex in an article. <laughs> an article of clothing? The Aerosmith song. Animal play. Good guess, Dennison. Nope. Not sensual fisting. Not Jake sensual. gets it. <laughs> Mutual butt fingering. <laughs> <laughs> Mutual yeah. butt finger. Okay. Uh, yeah, like All right, we got to be serious here. Uh, 
They want to have. You're uh, never going to get number two. Yeah, they want to lay naked and let strangers eat sushi <laughs> off of their beaver. <laughs> That's number three. Thank you. Okay, uh, let's see. What no, else? no, sex in a hot tub. You want to be thirty-one percent. Well, they're fucking dumb if they think <laughs> yeah, they want to have sex in a hot tub. They're fucking stupid. <laughs> who are they asking? I mean, they, who so, are they asking? This so, is they're asking twelve-year-old fucking no, boys no, on no, AOL no, chat no, rooms. Yeah. That's what they're asking. Posing yeah, posing as women. Hot tub. Guys, we took this poll in an sure AOL not. chat room in 1999, and you wouldn't believe how many 18 and 19 year old lesbians are there. Just they sitting, all look kind of similar. I'm just sitting at my computer. Yeah, in my I'm just hot tub. yeah. <laughs> my hot tub. Got a carrot head. inside of me. How are you? Age, sex, location. All right, I'm, I'm going to give you number one. Yeah, see, Devin gets it, spitting into each other's mouths. Sex and water is the dumbest. Intense yeah, eye contact. Is, no. Jake, don't start no, getting serious no, 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 on no, us no, now no, there, no. fucking Lothario. Just take it easy, Casanova. <laughs> I can see how your mind I can see how your brain works. <laughs> That's dirty talk. Yeah. Um, blindfold was one with thirty five percent. sex with a boss. Sex <laughs> sex with somebody in the position of power. Sex in a hot tub Roadhead. percent. Roadhead. Can I just give you these? Cause no, you're never, you're no, never I'm them. guessing them. <laughs> Sex in an elevator, 26%. Role play, 24%. Sexy photo shoot, 20%. What? What is it? No, I, where <laughs> is this from? Can you tell me the source? <laughs> the mirror.co.uk. Get the fuck out of here. First off, so these are, let these me just are tell you something. British women <laughs> are filthy pigs. You should listen to how they talk. Not one oh, of them yeah. wants to do a sexy photo shoot. Where they fucking interview the queen? Get the fuck out of here. Go get down in the fucking slums. Get me a cockney broad. Ask her what she wants you to do. All right? Um, bondage, 18%. Phone sex, 14%. Car sex. God damn it. I'm angry at it. I'm angry at fucking how boring people are. Car sex, 12%. Bringing in a third party, 12%. Sex on the beach, 10%. And then watching porn with your partner, a whopping 9%. Dude, so now you know what women. Every want. woman that they just surveyed, there, their husbands fucking around <laughs> on them. They are. They're they're fucking just bored out of their mind. They're probably they're encouraging a uh, never-ending war. Is what we're okay. What let's see at. now. What do guys, men want? Oh, we got guys yes, now. What do men want? All right, uh, spanking. <laughs> this is the, this is England, right? Yes. Yeah, this is uh, spanking. Uh, furries, furry play. Uh, nope. Britain, no. <laughs> Britain. Uh, they're trying to have a little tea time on their on their on their broads back while they're going at it. No, no, uh, no, um, Monty Python. Uh, or, sharing uh, a double into Dilly. Anal sex, fourteen percent. Watching porn with partner, seventeen percent. Group sex. Group sex. Bringing in a third party, number one, thirty-six percent. I think a lot of guys uh, think way more highly of themselves than they should. Okay. They're already disappointing one fucking gal. What, are you going to disappoint two? You're going to disappoint a whole fucking lot Just of them? Just because you do that doesn't mean... are fucking... Guys I promise. Don't. I promise those fucking... <laughs> I'll tell you what I really like on my sex bucket list. Multiple partners. And then if she talks real naughty and uh, uh, makes me stand across the room while she does a seductive strip tease, man... I'll be ready to really give her a good thumping in the bedroom. It's going to be good. Fucking these people are so fucking lame. Not everybody can blast Swedish. Put a fucking mask on. Get some fucking nine inch nails on and fucking make 
Make them wonder if there's actually a God and then remind them there is via orgasm is all I'm saying. <laughs> that ain't a bad route. It's a great route. There, there's times to be sensual. Yeah, fuck yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, sex in a jacuzzi. If she's never been pissed on, I'm out. Sex in a jacuzzi, 26%. The worst. I mean, sex, these people are dumb. As these are people that have never had sex in water. Sex before. on a public toilet, twenty-two percent. Um, I'm into that. I get that. Role play, twenty-two percent. Making a sex tape. Sex on a balcony. All the rest are in the teens. Watching porn. All, bondage. You know, sex. Car. All sex, pretty good. Toys, all pretty good. One night stand. Eight percent. Thank God I married that lunatic. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, babe. Eight percent. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, see. <laughs> Romance, bud. Sex with food. Romance. You get it. You think it's on accident? <laughs> Sex with food, 8%, guys. Yeah. Like, you know, that's, that's a kink that kind of misses me. Just a mess. Yeah. It's just I a mean, mess. I've lost a few, too many stra- <laughs> strawberries inside of me. <laughs> How many grapes can you get in you, bud? I know. You may... You put a couple of bunches of grapes in there, you're making wine, Jack. <laughs> I was making butt wine earlier. Brian says he hates when I cough into the microphone. So I'm trying to not do that for him. Brian Kessler? <laughs> yeah. Brian Kessler? Fuck him. <laughs> I've never been peeing on That's true. She's not. She hasn't been. Well, yeah. Because she does the peeing around. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh, it's been fun. It's been fun. Just Z Z Z Z Z Z Z Z. He gets it. Thank you, Alan. <laughs> Thank you. I'm sticking with intense eye contact. <laughs> you want to see it intense eye contact? <laughs> yeah. You like that? Back up just a little bit. It'll focus on you. Hey, Jake. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Keep telling him. Yeah, tell him. Come. He's, uh, you can't hear him. <laughs> Say the big round. You can. Tickle your butt. <laughs> Mutual butt play. <laughs> Mutual butt fingering. Jake, he's looking at you, bud. Pretty neat. Pretty neat little deal. Craig, uh, Illinois pot shops are now rolling in bud. So why does an eighth of weed still cost $80? It's from October 28th. Well, because Illinois is run by fucking idiots. Even as the state supply <clears throat> shortage appears to be over, a cannabis consultant claimed to be the obscene prices being charged at dispensaries across Illinois are artificially created by the state's few growers. Customers waited in line an hour, or, or for hours in January to buy legal pot for the first time, only to learn that there were limits on purchases. And some stores weren't even selling smokable cannabis uh, to recreational users. Uh, another issue still remains. Prices are sky high. According to industry uh, analysts, Illinois has the most expensive weed in the country, 
Budzoo, a crowdsourcing site that tracks the price of cannabis, says the average cost for an eighth of an ounce is roughly $62. In Colorado, the same amount cost around $33. That is the number one complaint we got on our reviews. Uh, Jonah Rapinoe, a spokesperson for the Wheaton-based New Era, which operates three Illinois dispensaries and one of the state's 21 cultivation centers they're blaming us like how could you do this to us how could you charge us this much money you're evil capitalist monsters the hefty taxes are tacked on new era's location in west town is charging 80 dollars for an eighth of an ounce of some flower varietals Cannabis consultant Andy Seeger claimed the obscene prices at the dispensaries across Illinois are being artificially created. The willingness to drop prices is theirs alone. No one is forcing them to have their prices. There's almost no competition at this point. Uh, the uh, uh, Brian Zaces, the dispensary owner, uh, also another dispensary owner, also placed the onus on growers saying that the prices are merely passed along. Talk to Cresco Labs and PharmaCan about that, Zeiss says, referencing two firms that grow and sell cannabis in Illinois. Any cost savings that we get, we will pass on to our customers. However, the state's plan to uh, issue 130... He's right on that. Yeah. Uh, they wanted to issue 130 new pot shop licenses. It's been foiled by coronavirus out- outbreak and an ongoing license imbroglio. Um, while the Rock for Brolio? Oh, Big gaff on the Cubs part. Big gaff. I know. That was not a good it's move. It's starting to feel not like the Rosarinas are Brolio a little bit. Oh, we'll see what Libertor does. I know. We'll see what I he know. does. I'm excited about it. Um, while the operators of the state's 55 existing <clears throat> medical dispensaries were allowed to start selling recreational weed in January and open another store for adult use sales, state records show that only 18 have earned new licenses. What's more, the next 75 recreational dispensary licenses are being held indefinitely <coughs> after lawsuits were filed over the application process and that the state allegedly failing to meet its lofty goal of creating a more diverse cannabis industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Jeremy, it's the fucking. It's just how it always. <laughs> I know. Goes. Oh, we're gonna create this thing, and we're gonna create this thing for the good of the people. And then, like Dennison says, the fucking motherfuckers that wrote the law are the only ones in the entire goddamn state of Illinois that can grow any fucking weed. And then Devin comes in here, Devon, whatever it is, you tell me. I don't know. You can either have free market weed or government regulated weed. There is no in between, except the black market. <laughs> or growing or yourself. yourself, which I'm gonna do. I'm gonna get that done. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go see Bo at Grow Active Solutions. We're going we're gonna, to see Bo at Grow. I'm gonna see Bo. Solutions. Uh, hey DJ. Shabba. The Jeremy Unruh, a spokesperson for Pharmacan, which sounds like a good company. Doesn't that just sound Pharmacan? Like, doesn't that just read Pharmacan? Yeah. Is it with an F? No. Just so I can go PH. and fucking just no, run PH. and kick like. Like fucking Austin Powers kicked Mini-Me across the room. <laughs> Remember that? That's what I'd like to do with whoever came yeah. up with Pharmacan as a name. Painted a different picture. He painted a different picture of the output coming from his company's growth center in Dwight, which is about 30 miles west of Kankakee. Though, from, from where? Kankakee. Though UNRWA noted that the supply issues have started to stabilize, is going to need more product on the market for prices to drop. Because cannabis is so scarce, he says... 
<clears throat> there's still a premium associated with it. Once we have more retail locations open, and once there is a more that robust is a supply, fucking thought I dif- I definitely think you're going to see prices going down. So the guy who's growing it is blaming it back on the, I guess, the dispensaries. Well, fuck him. He's like, how does that even make any sense? Liar is what he is. Dusty Schroyer, who runs Revolution Enterprises Greenhouse in Delavan, says the state's cannabis supply is much healthier as he insisted that wholesale prices are really fair and competitive. We sell out of what we produce every single week. Pretty much as soon as we release it to dispensaries, it always gets bought up right away. Oh, isn't that interesting foreshadowing? Um, who said Revolution is still actively working on to increase its capacity. Why would they increase their capacity pr- to produce medicine if they have a lock on the market right now that everything they can ensure everything they produce gets bought? <clears throat> Nevertheless, Schroyer said his operation is more focused on qual- quality than quantity. That focus on growing Primo Pot paid off in September when Revolution nearly swept the Illinois Cannabis Cup. A comp- <coughs> Bless you. A competition that allowed pot users to vote on which strain of weed they liked the most. And while Zeiss has noted that his shop in Uptown prides itself on stocking the best cannabis the state has to offer, that's proved to be a challenge because his team hasn't seen the overall uh, quality improve. Still, the number of strains that store carries has jumped significantly. A spokeswoman for the dispensary previously told the Sun-Times, this is from the Chicago Sun-Times, the store typically stocked about 15 types of cannabis flower for medical customers before recreational weed was legalized. Now Dispensary 33 has double that amount of varietals available. And that is what's happening well, in Illinois. Sound familiar? Does it sound a little familiar? I swear to like I just God, don't understand why people don't understand that whenever like the government's going to just plan this whole great program. It's going to guarantee equity to all of the citizens. It's going it never fucking ends up like that. Ever. It, ne- it just doesn't happen. It doesn't fucking happen. The fucking play is to let as many fucking people participate in this industry as they want. And it should drive the price of the crop down so much that people will ultimately decide, eh, I don't where you're going to set yourself apart then is with quality. Then you can actually have craft growers, people trying to uh, uh, cultivate a uh, artisanal experience. Like, but right now, like this idea, there's a shortage. Fuck you. There's a shortage that you made because you only let six fucking people grow weed. Yes. It's an artificial shortage. It's bullshit. Yeah. And it's, and like, and then they're like, but when we have more retail outlets, we'll have more. That's that's the dumbest reasoning ever. What, You're going what to have that? less product on shelves if you don't have enough cultivation to line the fucking shelves. Well, how does that work? It's I guess, but but I see in there. If you're if we're a grower, if you're a grower, I'm a grower. We obviously wait for a, a quarter of the market and see how much we sell. <clears throat> And then factor that into our growth. Because right now we're selling 100% of what we produce at a crazy amount. So we're keeping our costs lower and we're keeping our prices high. So as the cultivators, you're going to play that game as long as you possibly can. We've talked about it on the show. Like right now they're setting the prices. People want to know why they're paying 60 to 80 bucks at the fucking, you know, at the dispensary for, for an eighth. It's because there's only been so much flour cultivated because once again, our state, forget the fact that they only granted fucking 63 licenses to grow. Uh, they've only approved what a, a half a dozen uh, cultivators out of those licenses. There's only been uh, half a dozen of them go through the commencement process. Like, 
Oh, what do you think? What do you think is going to be at the? You can't be mad at the dispensaries over this. At some point, these buildings that they have fucking the, uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars in for these dispensaries, they got to start making money. Yeah, they have. They have yeah. to open for business yeah. and start making money. People are going to lose they their licenses. People are poured. going to lose licenses that they won. Yeah, that's if they're not that's in, in, in two months. Yeah, a month and a half. Yeah, there are going to be licenses that start going back into the and, and the next people. Thank in God line. the state saved next them. people in line. Yeah, they yeah, saved all those people. That was great. That Fucking was good, dude. dumb, dude. And, and like <clears throat> you can grow at home in Illinois. Just as a quick Google search, I wasn't sure. What's uh, their home? Illinois, a home grow of cannabis is prime is available to, to medical? medical cannabis patients in their primary residence with a limit of five cannabis plants over five inches tall that per mean, household. Hey, can, not per can an Illinois resident looking at you, Dennison? Can uh, how if if you can have five over five inches tall? So that includes your plants that are in veg. Can you just have a shitload of five inches? Isn't very. Can you just have a shitload of clones though? Like, well, I guess there wouldn't be any no, benefit to that no. because you can only have five going at a time. I guess over five inches or total, with a limit of five cannabis plants over five inches tall per household. Okay, so what about under five inches tall? Can I just fucking well, mass produce point? genetics and fucking oh, sell clones to people? Maybe. Yeah, I'm sure people are probably doing that. Can you can you sell? I don't know. I, it's just, in, uh, <sighs> but it's just interesting to see what's happening to our neighbors and to see that there's problem with licensing. Liberty. There was a problem. Just vote for with, liberty. There was corruption. Now we're seeing uh, the growers kind of dictate prices. I mean, their taxes and everything is wild over there. At least. And that's what I think part of our deal was. We're like, at least we're not Illinois. And some people I are like, you're right. That. You're right. We're not Illinois. That's good. And it's like, is it though? I fucking, I just, that, that's just not good enough for me. Yeah. Best clones in Chicago. Chicago You can't sell seeds. clones or seeds. You can't sell beans in Illinois. You can't sell clones or seeds. Holy moly. Five over five inches. Wow. So, I mean, it wouldn't do you any good to mass produce clones. I mean, it's just fucking dumb, dude. Uh, choose liberty. Choose, and it's legal choose whatever. When, 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 listen, this is where I'm at. Uh, I think we've really tried to do a good job of not fucking whatever, getting too involved in the fucking bullshit, picking sides, whatever. This is what I will always get behind. I'm going to get behind the, the language that allows as many Missourians into this industry as possible. And that's not just people who are pot specific. I'm going to get behind a recreational bill that allows venues to sell pre-rolls. Is there anybody, is there anywhere in the country that's doing that? Sell RSO can you, can too. You, can you go to, can you go to Red Rocks and buy a fucking pre-roll where next to the guy that's buying oh, a I beer? Know. I know. Can you do that? Nope. Because why can't Red Rocks capitalize on this 40 fucking billion dollars? 100% they should be able to. What's the, why not? I, uh, I think whatever I fucking, whatever language comes out that says, this is all it t- this is the only barrier of entry it is to get in this game. You just got to be able to keep your business afloat. That's the deal. Yep. That's yep. the deal. Yep. We don't tell you what business. Yep. Nobody said, "Hey Craig Steve, you can't get a media company. You can't shoot commercials for people yeah. without this fucking I could license. just uh, the age thing is I guess the only <clears throat> restriction you would have to put on. That's it. fair. Yeah. Was 21 is it's I weird. Yeah, like it's well, weird. And even then that's dumb. Like, but if it's going to apply to other things, then then fine. Yeah, is it eighteen and twenty one in different states? Like, I think so. What, what is it? Twenty one and it's eighteen in Missouri, isn't it? That you can go into the dispensary and get. I feel like I should know. Cannabis? This. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I don't. I care. think I have looked it up. 
Well, look that up because I well on the websites it asks me if I'm 18 or older. Yes, which is which is funny because you can't smoke cigarettes anymore. That used to be like yeah. a, a thing to keep you. But out you of can cigarettes. make your own decision to see it at 18. You just can't use it. Like that's a weird deal. That you know, like if you're going to get on a cigarette website, it's like, hey, you're 18. Are you 18? Can you see these pack of smokes? Okay. Imagine going to the pageant, buying a fatty, and enjoying the fuck out of a fuck show without worry. Yes, That's what I'm getting dude. at. Is like yes, also dude. what that does is that allows existing businesses to also capitalize on this thing. Like I don't think that there should just be a club that is only allowed to fucking sell and participate in the marijuana industry. That's all yep. I'm saying. Yep. If it's truly, yep. we know it to be the cash crop that it is. Yeah. Why the fuck can't everybody? Why, why you got to have a transport license? You mean to tell me fucking Jim's Trucking Service doesn't know how to fucking take bales of cannabis from fucking you know, Maryville, already, Missouri to fucking Poplar Bluff? Like what the dude, fuck? The, the, the market has already uh, uh, created a system for traveling with yeah. really expensive now we're gonna make goods. A, now we're gonna make an extra system. Fuck off! With it's that. it's ridiculous. I can't. And then to get inspections for all of those. Being in construction and knowing how inspections work, I feel for all the people who have to go through all these inspections. There's yep. stuff that you always don't know that's going to pop up that you have to get done. You're like, what? And it makes no sense. It's it's fucked up, man. And we're we're seeing what's happening with our state and our the our neighboring state in Illinois ha- is recreationally legal, bud. Adult use is I, legal I, there, and it's still an entire shit show. Total shit show. Right. And we oh. can't grow enough. We'll grow enough for Illinois, too. <clears throat> no one. No. Okay. Can a qualifying patient under the age of 18 obtain a cultivation license? Okay. So it's it's 18 anyway. So unless the qualifying patient under the age of 18 is emancipated, only a parent or guardian who holds a primary giver caregiver identification card may obtain a cultivation license. So I'm going to say that makes 18 the... So the age, right? An eighteen-year-old go into a Missouri dispensary. Oh no! Primary caregivers twenty-one years of age or older. I think it's eighteen. It looks like, but you can't be a caregiver unless you're twenty-one, and that is a dumbass. That that was probably just an oversight. But the fact that DHSS is. I don't know why that part of the rule is in there. Like, why only a parent can be a patient caregiver for a sick kid? Like, why? Why? Why can't I have the be- the person growing the best medicine who actually has like a background? Let's 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 take for instance people like that maybe like naturopathic doctors or people that are already into kind of holistic medicine who have a better understanding of maybe, you know, high, uh, uh, full extract cannabis oil and how it can be used as a medicine. Yeah. Like, why can't that person be my caregiver for my From sick a, kid? Where, anywhere in, in, in America. The, in the world. In the world. In the world. Yeah, really. I can, why, why not? Why not? I'm asking you the same question. I don't know, bud. Okay, I got one for you here, though, because we're getting ready to Let's end the wrap show. This Last one is a, a nice little study. This is from IFL Love Science. IF, 
IFL science. Brain imaging reveals how ketamine can ease depression. We've heard them before, but this is a newer article. A growing mound of scientific evidence has shown that ketamine, the, the painkiller, party drug, and veterinary anesthetic, can radically reduce symptoms of depression in some people. In a quest to find out how ketamine acts on depression so quickly and effectively, scientists have now scanned the brains of people who have taken ketamine and managed to identify how the drug acts on spe- specific serotonin receptors in the brain. In short, ketamine acts on serotonin 1B receptors of the brain, which aids the increase of dopamine, another feel-good neurotransmitter often associated with the brain's reward system. Um, If you can see it, we'll put these links on our Discord server. I'll put them up in the show notes. Uh, But in this, the largest pet study of its kind in the world, we wanted to look at not only the magnitude of the effect, but also if ketamine acts via serotonin 1B receptors. Mikhail Tiger, the study first author and researcher at the Karolinsky Institute's Department of Clinical Neuroscience, explained, We and another research team were previously able to show a low density of serotonin 1B receptors in the brains of people with uh, uh, depression. So what you're seeing here in the picture and what I'm showing Craig here is I guess they're saying these differences in these yellow areas of the people. Um Ketamine has the advantage of being very rapid acting, but at the same time, it is a narcotic class drug that can lead to addiction. So it'll be interesting to examine in future studies if this receptor can be a target for new effective drugs that don't have the adverse effects. Yeah, why don't you play around with it? Yeah, why don't you explain how ketamine has, there's no patent available on it because it's been around since the 60s. So the only thing we can get passed through the FDA is S-ketamine and R-ketamine, which are fucking isomers of fucking ketamine, which works better than anything. But you can't make any money off of a generic drug. So let's find the fucking isomer and let's talk about how maybe we're just trying to make it less addictive the fuck out of here the 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 needless adverse effects in the second phase of the study 29 of the individuals received ketamine twice a week for two weeks they concluded that over 70 percent of the treated people experienced an easing of their depression symptoms and suicidal thoughts which is directly in line with other clinical studies into the ketamine the studies keep piling yeah, up and they and they they keep they're they're able to replicate the outcome yeah no matter where they're being done yeah that pretty much is saying that this thing works <laughs> something's going on that's science bitch something's that's fucking on. science bitch <laughs> all right fine. now let's just get these cocksuckers okay with making medicine that is cheap and available to other people steve we're getting there we're getting there baby and you knew who you were then. Girls were girls and men were men. men. Mister, we could use a man like Herbert Hoover again. Have you ever listened to the lyrics of fucking All in the no, Family? I... Listen to this. Can, I, can, can yeah, we do this please, before we please, go? Please. Boy, the way Glenn Miller played. Songs that made the hit parade. Guys like us, we had it made. <laughs> Those were the days. Who's Glenn Miller? Let me look him up. Uh, big band? Glenn Miller band? Okay. And you knew who you were then. Girls were girls and men were men. Mr. We Could Use a Man. Like Herbert Hoover again. <laughs> no. Didn't need no welfare state. Everybody pulled his weight. Gee, our old LaSalle ran great. Those were the days. 
People seem to be content. $50 paid the rent. Freaks were in a circus tent. <laughs> oh my God. Those were the days. Take a little Sunday spin. Go to watch the Cardinals win. Have yourself a dandy day that cost you under a fin. Was that like a, a buck? A buck, I guess. Hair was short and skirts were long. Kate Smith really sold the song. I don't know just what went wrong. <laughs> Those were the days. Is this Glenn Miller a hateful racist? In 81 and now. Dude, this fucking... This was written Jesus. specifically for all in the family. Is that Jesus. Steve Miller's brother? Guys, we're three away from... Uh, 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 we're still three away. We're three away okay. from Twitch followers. When we do that, we'll get there today. We're going we're gonna to auction that... Auction? We're going to raffle that bad boy off yeah, to we'll somebody that thing. wins We'll do a whole, we'll do a whole thing. thing. We'll it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Uh, be so great. I want you guys... We, didn't, we haven't talked about him today because he's so handsome it, it hurts. Oh, but James gosh, Carlton, man. Oh, from James Carlton my. State Farm, 314-961. Bathe me 4, in your, It's so in bad. Glory. Those lyrics are fucking brutal. That is. That is uh, I, we might need to fucking Mystery Science Theater fucking all in the family and just pick apart the fucking. I mean, there's a lot of Pick apart Archie era. Bunker. <sighs> pick it apart. We could. I don't know if that's the or cheer one, or cheer it on, bud. Is that what you're trying to say? You, know, you don't no. want you don't want to take Archie Bunker task. That's, I just don't know. If it's, he's the vision of America just, that you want, man. You think Bo Rat is terrible comedy? Yet you're gonna sit in the corner of Archie Bunker. I'd rather put. I'd rather okay, put okay, my glands right, on right, the table. You're right, you're right, I'd rather put right. my glands on the table and. <laughs> thank you. Uh, <laughs> Look at me and go. <laughs> It's the part. It's the part where you scream. It's my favorite part. It's my favorite part. It's where you scream. James Carlton does oh, insurance. Man. He does it better than anybody, and he's going to answer the phone, and he's like, let's talk about your needs, baby. I just want to I just want to take care of your needs, girl. I just want no, to that's say Adam Bunner. Oh. oh, yeah, James is going to say, hey, guys, listen, here's the deal. <laughs> he's not a nerd, so don't you ever talk about James like that. Okay. I'm looking. That was you who did it. It was me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, James. Uh, James Carlton do does insurance. James, I should have a little more respect for him. <laughs> James, go ahead, put a little respect on the guy. I should have a little more respect for Maybe him. So. Maybe so. 314-961-4800. The guy does insurance. He does it well. He does it as well does as he? anybody in the country. He's saving me money all the mother flipping time, Steve. And my coverage just keeps growing and growing and growing. I see you working. 314-961-4800, carltoninsurance.net. He's probably going to save you money. He's definitely going to cover you up better than you're covered right now with whatever mm. bullshit wanksta agency that you're with. Why don't you drop the zero and get with the hero? James Carlton, State Farm. Sweetleaf gives us this deal. Sweetleaf gives us this deal. And we like it. Because we can do fun stuff. Like, I don't know if you saw the last, uh, first hour of our show last night, but boy, howdy, was it something. Steve, was it really something? Jason Long is a good person. Jason Long does good things <laughs> for good people. 
Jason Long is a steward of his community. Jason Long is trying to give things away, make the world a better place through his charity. Like he, yeah, like he wants really us to raise money, to. but I figure if we get our Twitch followers up, we'll raise money. We'll be dude. able to <laughs> raise money. I'll pay him for it. Whatever. I'll pay him. I'm fucking made of money doing this. <laughs> You don't have shoes on. You came to work barefoot today. I thought the egg cartons that I had duct taped to my feet were unbecoming. They stunk. Yeah, I figured I better just start barefooting it around like I'm fucking Huck Finn. Yeah. The bottom of your jeans are tattered. Because I'm a fucking patriot, babe. These aren't the tatters of a poor man. These are the tatters of a soldier dragging a fucking single-shot rifle across a, a, a ghostly okay. battlefield. Okay. Okay. Can I? Is there is stolen valor a thing for Revolutionary yeah. War yeah. veterans? Yes. They're, they're going to call me out on this? I can't be a fucking Rev War guy? Guys, uh, I just want to let you know about our sponsors. They're great. Check them out. You guys have seen commercials. I just haven't really <laughs> talked about James today, and I like James. Native Hemp Extract. Dennison's been here giving us. <laughs> yeah. Native Hemp Extract. Dennison's been here talking over us the entire time. Decided to rob a bank in the middle of our broadcast. Thanks, Dennison. Enter code HOSO at checkout. You're getting additional. Uh, you're going to get a great deal. Just, just fucking enter HOSO at checkout. So close. Steve-O, do you know what it is? Hold on. My ear is gone. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm like that guy who got attacked by the panther. Hey, <laughs> <ate> my ear. <laughs> we should have had that guy call into the show. Guy that got attacked by the panther? We'll call, call Your mom him. called in. We'll call call in. She was so upset with me. <laughs> she was absolutely upset. Who called me. in today? Oh, was that me? I was Jason Long isn't that funny stoner from the movies. Jason Long is the funny stoner in real, real life. life. Love, Love Jason. Jason. Shake that yeah. dick. Got it so bad. I think that was in uh, regards to the All in the Family song. I got to be invited to the movie roasting. Friendsgiving. We have Friendsgiving coming November up. November 21st. Come Spanish Society. Some. Come get some. Bring a, I don't know, bring a dish. Come get some. Bring a dish and uh, we'll smoke a bird. Hey, it's election day. Do whatever you want to do. Hope you, I hope you uh, get to help shape the, the future yeah. in whatever way you think that you have a, a, a say in it. Your prediction before we go home. My prediction before we go home. It's a hot one. I'm going to go I'm gonna go vote. For the first time in my life, I get to vote for a woman. It's kind of cool. For the first time in my fucking life. Uh, yeah, because you are found some way to make this about you. <laughs> yeah. No, it is about me. Everybody that's going to the voting booth today, it's about you. It's not about what your fucking stupid fucking friend who went to community college says. Okay? It's not about what your aunt or your grandma says. Everybody that's going to the voting booth, you're voting specifically for your best case life. And nothing no, else that anybody's trying to make greater you feel good is guilty dumb. about. The greater good is a farce that ends up with six cultivation facilities in fucking Illinois. That's your greater good shit. Take it, ram it as far up somebody else's ass as you possibly can. I like Brad Jones, man. You're voting for you today. That's it. So don't let anybody tell you that your vote doesn't count or it's a throwaway because that is the most narcissistic, self-centered, fucking intellectually vapid statement a human being could ever make. You are voting for you and what your fucking views line up with. 
I get to vote for a chick today. It's kind of fucking cool. I know going into the polls, I'm going to be a loser because my candidate is not going to win. But I'm going to fucking try and affect the change that I want to see in this world by adding a third party. In the meantime, I think Donald Trump's going to get 300 electoral votes and kill Joe Biden. Um, and I think a lot of people think it's going to be vote. a close race. Don't vote. I don't think you should vote. I'm not going to vote. Doesn't. I'm not going to vote. Don't vote. Voting is useless. Go out and uh, impact the world. Yeah. Uh, yeah. At like the end on, of the day, on, regardless on of who wins, level, it, don't don't worry about the voting thing. Uh, we're we're almost to the era where it won't mean anything. Everything is a lie right now. Yeah, I think Everything we, about each candidate is a lie. And once we all realize that and see past all that and stop focusing on that and standing in line to cast a vote that doesn't matter, like the sheeple that we are, then we're, we're going to live better lives. We're starting to move out to the country. People are going to start living more so, uh, efficiently. Uh, they're you want to have live- guns to live in the country, man? You want to keep your guns? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Why? Better vote to keep them, bud. No, I don't. I don't need to vote. You want to? You want to have drugs when you're out in the country? You want to have drugs? Yeah. Bud? Better vote for people that are okay. No, with no. Drugs, see, they man. could just kind of rip up the laws and kind of go with That's the new one. They could. Well, they could. I'm just saying. They like, could. That's like not things could happen. happen. Things could happen, and it's there's uh, kind of rules in place that they're. Well, the, the rules were made by people. Who's so. gonna? Who's gonna? Who's gonna overthrow it? No one's gonna overthrow it. Everybody's just gonna apathetically move out to the country. Well, you gotta just take the land, or? But there's plenty of land. Okay. There's so much land. I agree. Wyoming's only got three electoral votes. Yeah. So we got. You think of those land. billionaires that own those seventy thousand acre ranches are going to oh, be okay with de- you getting They'd on have here? to pay people to defend them. I guess. That could yeah. be a civil war, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. We're not just going to be able to fucking go scoop up land. Oh, but I'm just play. saying it's happening regardless. Moving you know, to the country. People are living in eat parks a lot and of peaches. Stuff. Your boy Teddy Roosevelt did that. Going to fuck him. Made sure, made sure we have fucking parks Moving. to live in. You can't live in a fucking park. Yeah, people do. The feds will come people and fucking you snag you up with a quickness, <laughs> yeah. bud. You have no business. This is Mr. Fucking. Patriot telling you you can't stay in a, in this a park. Is a, this is a guy that... Yeah. right here. You're just a, a, a ballyhoo of contradictions. When I put this thing on, I said, contradiction. I'm fighting for Virginia, man. I'm fighting for home. That's what I'm doing. Okay. Uh, y'all are coming to my farm, dummies. Yeah, I, I am actually coming to your farm. We're going to protect the fuck out of it. I like it. I'll come on your farm. He actually will do that. <laughs> it might help your hemp grow. Um, the, Can it be a whole little... Uh, we got to go. There was buddy. two gotta, things you loved go. more than anything. It, for tomorrow. it was uh, patriotism and what was the other uh, thing Patriotism and uh, uh, cowabunga. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was a good combo.